everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Ain't no kumbaya by my yacht, there's a war shot. 
double H slam and it's wartime. Devils want it all. With people coexisting. Uh, it's a separation. He's violently resistant. Uh, Who text soon they die. It's a death when bullets fly. The devil won't change. Uh, and needs to be euthanized. The stupidness, foolish minds. You will get used to blind. Suicide, trust in this cracker and suicide. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you know the play. He's talking juvenile and really don't hold no weight. Fighting hate with love sounds great in theory. But never, ever, ever worked in history. Name one place yeah. that this cracker went. Uh-huh. Name one place yeah. that this cracker left alone. I bet that they was war prone. Keep a piece in your wardrobe and know the world's a war zone. I, I can't shake it loose.
Try your call again. Thank you. Yeah. 
Black Power, BB Fortier, Maho Top, Ancient African Egyptian Power, Praise Now Turner, Gordy Garvey, Lord of the Spirit of Dr. Khalid Abdul Muhammad, Praise Harriet Tubman, Glory to Ida B. Wells, Lord of the Spirit of Dr. Francis Chris Wilson. What it do out there tonight, family? What it do? What it do? What it do? You know what it is. It's Feet on the Ground Radio. We back at you. This is Think Tank Thursday. We getting off the news. You want to know what's on your African mind? We, been, we ain't been here in a while, but we were going to get it in nice. Do it right. You know what I'm saying? Got a lot of shit popping off. It's New Year. We've been rocking with Bobby Williams, so we've just been leaving other stuff to the side because we really ain't want to, you know, we want to make sure that we was solid in our studies. So right now, though, we do got a little time to kick in a little news, man. Some different views and see what the fuck y'all got going on with yourself. You heard me? You know what I mean? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to get this shit right tonight. Um, shit, nigga. Trump is the motherfucking Trump in the office, nigga. Uh, 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 you know what I mean? We got motherfuckers, they protesting all over the goddamn place. Um, niggas is getting shit rescinded. We about to build a wall and build it tall. Oh, what the fuck? Let's all shut the borders down so we can get our purge on. So niggas just be ready. So, with that being said, though, you know, it's me, your brother, born. Uh, I know the family out there and shit. Um, let me see, let me get my shit right. Hold up, hold up. Let me get my shit right real quick. It's about to log me in. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to jump on like this. Let me see. Can I log in? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me sign in. Wow. Sarah, for sign in. Now, what the fuck? Oh, shit. They ain't trying to let me sign in. They ain't trying to let me sign in. I guess I'll join as a guest and shit. Let me see. Let me see if I can join as a guest. I'm going to join as a guest. Get in there. All right. Oh, 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 oh okay, okay. Feel the ground already up here. You know what I mean? You dig? Let me see what's going on here. Man, I ain't got my computer open. I don't know why that shit won't open up for me. But at, oh no, though, man, we in here. So, um, Black Power, what's going on? That's you, sister, come here. My sister out Black Power, BB for Hodie, AAEP. AAEP, what's going on, family? How you? King, I'm, I'm maintaining, you know what I mean? I, I just found out since Trump came into office, the scientists set the doomsday clock. The whole planet can be destroyed in two and a half minutes. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. That's right. Oh, she said now, I remember they had this clock. I remember the doomsday clock from, from some years back. You know, it was like any time we was almost close to nuclear war and shit like that. They, you know, they get niggas hitting the doomsday clock and shit, letting them know, listen, man, it's about to go down. But I didn't know when Trump got in the office, they, they dropped that shit to four and a half minutes. They said four and a half minutes? Sister Camille, am I right? You said four and a half minutes before that shit go off? No, King, I said two and a half. Two and a half minutes. Oh, shit. Two and a half minutes. Two and a half. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> Family, this is Thursday. This open dialogue. So 
So everybody out there on the line, you know, if you want to come in and introduce yourself right now, introduce yourself. We here. It's all family affair. Any crackers, crackers, if y'all out there in the motherfucking background, cracker, don't, don't say shit. Don't come in talking and trying to take over. We, you know, we seem like we don't. We, we read it all the crackers out over time from coming in. So if you will, if you can, just keep your ass out. Peace, peace, peace. Peace, peace. It's Brother Aru. It's Brother Aru from the Black Majority of 720. What up, the Yeah, that's my best. That's a brother from right there, CT, out down there in Waterbury, doing his thing. Brother Aru got a lot of shit going north, man. He got, he got some events coming up and shit like that, man. You know? Oh, indeed. Brother Aru, before you get off the line, man, hit us off with them events going on down there. Okay, definitely. I definitely. I just want to chime in and let y'all know that I'm here. It's Big Tech Thursday. I'm I'm looking forward to just seeing everybody mind, man. I want to chime in. All right, already, already. Uh, Black power to you, King, for the work you're doing. You know, putting your feet on the ground. Much respect to you. Definitely, definitely. I say to you, sister. Uh, um. Is anybody else out there want to say something? If y'all do, go ahead. It's open right now. Wait for Brother Claus, man. Brother Claus, really. Where's Brother Claus at, man? The Black Power, Baseball ODA. There he is. Black Power, Brother Claus. AAEP. AAEP. I'm glad we're doing a think tank, man. It's been a minute since we did a think tank. Yeah, yeah, listen, listen, check this out, family. I don't know who line it is, but somebody got a little thing making some feedback go. So, everybody, I'm not going to mute your line, but if you're not adding on, can you please mute your own line so we can make sure that all the lines is clear all the time. All right, family? All right, go ahead, Brother Cause. What's going on with you, man? You know, you made a call for this Think Tank Thursday, man. No, there was a lot of shit going on, man. Um, Hey, yo. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I um, yeah, I um, I kind of been deprived, you know. I don't know if y'all can hear me clearly. I might have to call on another phone line. You sound good. All right, all right. Yeah, no. So um, you know, we've been we've been heavy on the the Dr. Williams. Um, you know, that's kind of like taking up, taking up a lot. You know, the study and the need to to be historically centered. Um, I think looking at how things are right now, the history is still getting lost. People are people are skipping the history and dealing with the present moment, um, kind of ignoring how we got to this point as a people. And um, another part of it is, you know, not knocking anybody or anything like that. But I got I get tired of I get tired of kind of hearing every everything else out there, knowing um, that are people. Our people, as far as media is concerned, are really heavy out there regarding the, the YouTube world and the social media aspect of things. So it's good to it's good to kind of listen to different uh, perspectives on certain issues. But um, you know how you got that vibe where you're like, all right, I've uh, I've listened and heard what I've what I've heard, but uh, there's just certain things that's not getting said. <laughs> so I'm at that point, man. I, um, you know, definitely this Trump situation. 
or dilemma or whatever um, words we could add add to it. I think it's it's really th- throwing people for a loop. Um, you got the fear thing. You got this sense of um, sense of urgency some people are on, and um, you know I got a, I got a lot of different <laughs> I got a lot of different perspectives related to it. But I'm a, I'm gonna put this out there, right? I sat down and I, I looked at how how um, this crack has been been managing his position for the last couple of days, right? And I said to myself, now if I was a black man, <clears throat> I mean African in the context of you know the revolutionary man I am, and I became president, right? I probably would, knowing what I stand for, I'd probably be on some fuck everybody else shit too. You know, and so um, I think what's kind of getting missed is that um, he's he's practicing white power <clears throat> in a traditional sense, and that is, you know, he's not gonna throw his hands in the in the air. He's not gonna pretty much ain't even gonna um, let you know what he's trying to do. He's just gonna do it. And I think that um, from that perspective, I kind of understand I understand the white man for being just what he is. You know, he's gonna do what he wants to do. But the other side of it, like I started off saying, was you know if I was if I wasn't in, in a position as a um, to be a Pan African president of the United States, I probably will put some um, some initial executive orders in effect. Um, you know, I'd be trying to preserve my people. So in the context of how he's doing it, he's really trying to save white America from <clears throat> what they might have. Um, what they might have quote unquote suffered or how how they have been suffering. You think about the birth weight, the birth rate, you think about the economics, um, the sharing, the multiculturalism in the last eight years, all these types of things are detrimental to white supremacy. So um it's really only fit that he comes in and does these sweeping executive orders to make make uh do on his promises to his to his own his own people. So I think that um, you know, a lot of our people is on that that scared 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 um and fearful thing but i don't think it's really that that much necessary because he's just doing what what let's say the last white president we had did you know that was george bush and i think that people are so far removed from that to really remember that you know it shit ain't no different than it was uh nine years ago brother cause what you said was deep it really was and I like to chime in on that because um, I find it funny. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you mentioned how Trump is doing, you know, he's taking care of white people, right, basically. And it's so ironic because when Obama was the president, the excuse for him not um, rectifying the long list of injustices, economic, politically, in every aspect of our existence, as kidnapped people in this country, he when he couldn't address our issues because the the line was he got to be the president for the whole country. And I just find it interesting that when it's white cracker beast as president, that's never something that they're confronted with. That you got to be the president for all people. And I think that not being said speaks volume because at the end of the day, the reality is that this is a white racist society for white racist people. And we are cannon fodder, you know. We are uh, the plebe, um, the the uh, I wanted to say plebeians. Yeah, the plebeians in, in this fucking uh, 
society, they're part two of their Greek and Roman Republic. So I, I find that uh, um, quite interesting that white Trump is not confronted with that, that, you know, the shit he doing ain't for all Americans. Two, I don't see, um, as far as I'm concerned, Obama was a white president. Just want to throw that out there. Um, I don't see him as being a, a black president. Uh, you know, shit, Trump, him and Trump about the same complexion right now, depending on what day you catch Trump with his bad fucking tans. You know what I'm saying? Spray tan shit. So Obama operated as if he was a white man in office when it comes to our issues, you know. And so you're right. I don't see any reason for us to be in a state of panic because this is just the same shit. Uh, I mean, the only thing that I can see happening that um, I don't know if the, a lot of people are visualizing is us going back. Um, let me put to this: this second Reconstruction period being ended, the same way the first one was, and then them passing Congress, passing laws like the Black Coal laws and segregation laws and Jim Crow laws. All that shit can happen again, and, and I'm I won't be surprised if it does. Black Power. Y'all, listen, you're saying that shit about Trump, right? Yo, he he going to help out his old people, right? Listen, I live in a sanctuary city. You know what I'm saying? And people don't understand, you know, if you don't know what a sanctuary city is, it's one of these places that illegal immigrants can go to and get more rights than a motherfucking person who is uh, allegedly a citizen here. That's That's what this is, basically. So now... This is what they're doing here. Because Trump already said, listen, man, I'm going to defund your fucking city. If you not, if you got illegals getting federal money in your city and you letting them just stay around, you're not trying to let ICE come snatch them up and send their ass back to where they come from, take the money out of your city, man, all the federal funds, all that shit, give it back. Today they rallying downtown New fucking New Haven. They talking about they going to fight. We going to sue the president. We sue it. Let me read y'all this bullshit here. Read y'all this bullshit right here. Then they going to sue. We'll fight back. Hearts talking about we'll fight back. Crackers out there with signs talking about we will defend our sanctuary city. Love is love is love is love. Hey, motherfuckers, just come on. Heart Ain't no on. sanctuary city for us, though, right? Not at all. Not at fucking all. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? This is the thing. Now, listen, she's saying, yo, we're going to challenge. Mayor Tony Harper has instructed the city's top lawyer to prepare a legal challenge in case the incoming Trump administration seeks to punish New Haven for being a sanctuary city, which they are because right here in New Haven, if you're a fucking, if you're a fucking illegal, you somebody been able to jump on these borders because, see, now, this shit only dealing with really Mexicans. Mexicans, motherfuckers from South America who walk up through Mexico and get over here. You know what I mean? Because everybody else who come here as an immigrant, unless you're coming from Canada, and Canadians is not, like, jumping the fucking Canadian border to come to America, no shit like that. So they're not really stunting no Canadians. But, and if you from another country, like, if you are not from somewhere physically attached to this North America, then... Nobody's illegal immigration don't even apply to them because you can't even get on the fucking plane without a passport. Now, ain't nobody, you're not getting shit. You ain't getting nowhere. 
So um, we know that this immigration thing is basically for the fucking Mexicans. So if you're a Mexican, you can come to New Haven. They'll give you a driver's license. You know what I'm saying? Give your, um, give your driver's license so you can set up a bank account. And if you get a child here, they'll immediately give you um, any type of, uh, you know, with, with uh, the, the electric, electronic benefit transactions, transfers and shit. You get your EBT card. You know what I mean? You'll get, you can get some type of subsidized housing. And that's, and you ain't got this, you could have been just fresh. Listen, the woman could have just fresh, she could be nine months. Nine months. Cross the border and drop that baby. That shit, the baby, American citizen, and they, if you was in New Haven, you drop that baby here, your baby, American citizen, that make y'all citizens too, basically. You know what I mean? No punishment. You're, not, you're good here. We're going to give you a job and anything else. All the shit that we ain't giving the regular motherfucking people who here. You know what I mean? Shit. So um, that's what's rocking it. You get all the loan programs. Uh, uh, they do small business loans. All that shit. You get it all. As long as you're illegal. So now, um, that's what that shit is about here. Harp offered that. Harp offered her perspectives in a post-election debriefing, right? She noted that Donald Trump vowed at one point during the uh, at one point to remove federal funding, and he's saying this shit now. Um, now he modified a little bit about rounding everybody up, but right here in New Haven, they preparing for the ICE raids because ICE coming, illegal immigration is coming. They come to come pick them up with kids up right out of school, snatch their asses up and send them somewhere else. So um. That Hart did some poking around on the Internet to learn that hundreds of communities could qualify as sanctuary cities, according to lists prepared by the federal government and immigration opponents. No hard and fast statutory definition exists of sanctuary city, noted Kiko Matos, who lives in Fairhaven, is director of immigrant rights and racial justice at Immigrant Rights and Racial Justice at the Center for Community Change. The term usually refers to any community that refuses to carry out Enforcement of immigration laws. You hear that? See? They refuse. These motherfuckers refusing to carry out enforcement of immigration laws. Why ain't they locking the mayors up of this motherfucking city? Huh? I don't know. You know, that's just me. It's the Connecticut as a whole has declined to detain arrestees or people stopped by police if their names appear on a federal database. Wanted undocumented immigrants. That could be one criteria that the state also issues driver's license to undocumented immigrants. Yeah, you, you heard me. Like I said, now check this out, right? This is some why Connecticut as a whole has declined to detain arrestees or people stopped by police if their names appear on a federal database of wanted undocumented immigrants, right? But my motherfucking people. My peoples could do a fucking bid. This nigga do six and a half joints. Because he got a warrant in North Carolina, he ain't get, they ain't let him go. Listen, you know what? Yeah, you know, we just going to let you go, though. Know what I mean? No, they took his ass directly to North Carolina, man. Shipped him down there made him do another seven. Made him do another motherfucking seven. And you telling me I could be illegal. Breaking the fucking law. And the police here could catch me, know that I'm illegal, know that I'm wanted by the feds. So you know what? We'll let you go. What? 
Come on, man. This type of shit we living in. Now, black people, this is, this, these shits is for you to pay attention to so you can understand the levels of citizenship here and the level that you at. You know what I mean? Where you at, where you stand on the citizenship total pole. Mexicans have hopped us. You know what I mean? China boys been over us. They've been hopped us. Engines from our engines from India, they done hopped over us. Only person doing worse off than black people in America is the, listen, I'm going to say this shit is the goddamn, the, the so-called Native American. That motherfucker, I ain't seen two Native American people nowhere in my life together. Except for at a plantation, I mean a, 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 a motherfucking, uh, they don't call that shit a plantation. Uh, um, what the fuck do they call that shit? What the fuck? Um, God damn, the Indian. What the fuck do they call What they call that shit? Reservation. Reservation. Only if I went to a reservation or some type of event have I ever seen two quote-unquote native Americans in the same motherfucking place. I ain't never went to a, I ain't never went to nowhere. I ain't never went to nowhere to the mall. I never went to the pizza plate. Nowhere ever, anywhere in America in my life. And I'm saying I done traveled, I done traveled America. You know what I mean? I ain't traveled every state, but I done traveled from coast to coast and never seen two of them in the same place at the same time. Unless I'm at the goddamn casino. And even there, you can't trust them motherfucking, them $5 Indians there. And so them the only ones look like they might be doing a little worse than us. And, 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 and so we at, we at like, um, it's like 1A and 1B. For who we are on the bottom of the total pole, you know what I'm saying? We like one A and one B, you know, just depending upon what shit going on, what place we stick in, you know what I'm saying? And when I say one A and one B, that don't mean we at the top. That means we the first to be fucked over. One A, one B. Which one? So you know what I mean? This this is what the fuck we dealing with here at this sanctuary city, and in New Haven. Um, they said New Haven, as a general order, directed police officers not to inquire, not to inquire into citizens' immigration status when they stop them or interviewing them. If you ask me for fucking ID, I don't got no ID. Or I don't got no ID. Then I run your name. We don't know where you're from. I can't even ask you. But where you from? Huh? Can't even ask them. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, they was they was rallying up. You know, they got the pro immigrant policies at a January rally against planned federal raids. Um Harp said Monday the city will continue with that approach, which she called crucial to community policing. The city will continue to arrest criminals whether or not they're immigrants, she added. Harp learned that it wasn't the general order, but rather a policy that does not affect federal law or specifically deal with immigration that landed in New Haven on list of hundreds of sanctuary cities. The immigrant-friendly municipal ID card, which since 2007 has been available to all residents, and enables people to get library cards. What the fuck they reading about? See, this is that bullshit. It, it let them get library cards. For what? The fuck do you need a library card for? That shit is so you can get a fucking bank account. They're giving you, you don't get ID so you can go get a library card. You get ID, so you can go down there, you start to get you some shit from out-of-the-state services, 
Go get driver's license. Get bank account. This is what you need ID for, not some fucking library cards. Even though you need an ID for a library card, for them to even for for them to even say that and put it in there like that, they playing on the naivety of the motherfucking people reading the goddamn story. Um. <clears throat> so so you know what I mean, so we going with that. They say, uh, you know. How Trump going to do that when he's from New York, which is a sanctuary city, and, like, Trump give a fuck about that. He don't care. He don't accept. He don't need federal fucking funds. So why would he give a fuck? The uh, Republican town chair says, though, our committee, if Trump administrated, administration acts against the city, our committee would stand behind the federal government, as we have already. It's just going to be one of these areas where there's a possibility of lawsuits, immigration is federal government responsibility. They say one fallout Howard has not has not doubt about from last week's election is, is the change in state government. Democrats lost their majority in the state Senate. Uh fuck all that, fuck all that. Uh, that's all nonsense. Yeah, that's all that's all that's all bullshit. But I just wanted to read that about how the mayor of this motherfucking city is like, no, fuck the feds. I'm going, we going to keep giving out uh, illegals. I don't know, I'm not going to say no motherfucking. We're going to keep giving out criminals. We keep giving criminals all the benefits of, of the citizens of white folks. Because they ain't the benefits of goddamn, because black people don't get no benefit like that. There ain't no black person nowhere can go land up some motherfucking where I just seen black people drowning in Italy in the river who was who was like what they say illegal immigrants trying to get in the city they fucking boat capsized motherfuckers got a video these motherfucking these crackers is watching the brothers drown in the fucking river they on boats watching laughing and joking while fucking people was drowning in the fucking river so you know I couldn't give two shit two shakes about no motherfucking messy cans So uh, I just want to put that out there. I was about to born rant right now. I'm just pissed off. I'm living in the city with this bullshit going on. But so um, that's a little rundown on the sanctuary city. Anybody got any other article they want to throw in real quick? Because I got some other shit going on. I don't know if, if we're filmed live at is the sanctuary city, Waterbury. But yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. Oh, I wanted that. I wanted that. I wanted to add on about the. Uh, <clears throat> He did a he did a ban on tax dollars going towards abortion funding, and so there's another um, the other part of what I wanted to comment on was uh, you got the you know how the feminist movements going sick and wild, um, individuals that are considered liberals or uh, Democrats, um, and the whole lobby people who are kind of on that that. Uh, Basically, the Obama Obama people, people who was more so for Obama, white or black, they're pretty much acting up right now. And um, it seems like whatever the president is going to decide, uh, they've decided that they're going to be against it. But um, this this tax this tax uh, dollars going towards abortions is big, um, and you know feminist views relating to. Um, abortions, you know, they're, they're kind of like the pro-choice, the pro-choice movement. Um, 
where they're more so saying it's up to a woman and uh, not up to the government or anybody to decide if they if they get to abort a child. Well, a lot of people's a lot of tax dollars have gone towards that, and there's been a big lobby for Planned Parenthood. is one of the biggest one of the it's got one of the biggest lobbies in in the country as far as Planned Parenthood. So a lot of people's tax dollars have gone towards the abortion of uh, young children. And, um, you know, the white man, he's a savage. And the, the odd thing about it is within his savagery, he's always justified um, his humanity through his quote-unquote Christian views. So um, <laughs> that's a, that's the position he's taking on it. Uh, that's one thing I don't have a problem with, to be honest with you. Some policy, some policies I'm seeing them address are more so like those, those, um, you know, you got those. I'll say rural, rural white American value type, of, type of, um, type of, type of position where, you know, they was uh, they want they wouldn't allow, they wouldn't marry a gay couple in their church and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So there's those little types of things that preserve, um. White, white, white culture. You know what I mean. So you got white, you got white people fighting against themselves um, right now, also, and um, the fight really is the white woman and against the white man um, on a large scale. The the danger in that is that sisters is picking up the same fight because you know abortion is an issue that affects uh, black women in America uh, on a, a large scale. So the feminists are using. Uh, they're using black women to increase their fight or to justify their fight against Donald Trump right now. And so for the abortion tax to pop up, um, all I've been seeing more so is black women commenting on it because of, of course, we know the abortion rates high in our community, but, um, you know, you got a lot of sisters speaking out on that publicly and supporting the feminist movement against Donald Trump and his position is preservation of life. So, you know, there's some big, some big issues there as far as the kind of conversations we as a people need to have um, with regards to that issue. I don't know if anybody got any, any thoughts on that um, or not, but that's just something else I wanted to bring up. Yeah, you saying that though? I watched, I watched, I watched a piece of this motherfucking woman rally that they had. They had a fucking oh man, they had a pussy hat rally. It was a pussy hat. Rally down in Washington D.C. and all over the country. Actually, it was the feminists was coming out. It was supposed to be a women's rally started by. A listen, man, you got this. Yo, listen, this shit is like unbelievable. A fucking Muslim Palestinian from Brooklyn has started the, has started the women movement here to have this rally that they just was doing this uh, past past Saturday. They was out there fighting for. Fighting for the rights, right? Fighting for your rights and shit. But like you said, I'm, yo, know, listen, I'm all for defunding motherfucking uh, uh, Planned Parenthood. I'm all for that. I'm all for defunding motherfucking abortion clinics. I'm all for that. You know what I mean? Uh, what the fuck? Why, why should not be? Uh, uh, why should not be for that? If you're gonna do that, go ahead, man. Do your motherfucking thing. Do your thing. Fuck that. Do your goddamn thing. But the fight that we got going on, as you said, is our black women 
I don't think our black our black women is like, yo, listen, all right, I want to have, you know, they just want to, I want to have free choice to do whatever I want to. They've fallen into the, I just want to do me, or the white woman. Just, I just want to do me, you know what I mean, and not think about nationhood. And, we, and they've fallen into this new feminist trap, which is not really about no type of equality at all. Because when they first came up, allegedly, I'm going to use all allegedly, allegedly, the feminist movement was about just uh, equality amongst genders, allegedly. But now it's no longer about equality amongst genders. It's about men need to die so women can live. One of the one of the new uh, talking points. Well, I you know I, I'm I'm not gonna put it on all of them, but one of the talking points that I have heard from some of these feminists is that. All men fetuses should be aborted. They should be aborting them. There's no reason, no need for men on the planet no longer. You know what I'm saying? And these are the type of things that I want our sisters to be aware of when you out there and you you know you want to join in on something because the shit seems good because you feel like I'm against this white man. But remember, sisters, you running against that white man for somebody else's reasons. If you get that white man, have your good reasons for why you're against that white man. Don't have, don't be having the same reason that everybody else got to be against that motherfucking white man. I don't want to hear that shit. That's why I ain't against him because he racist. I ain't against him because he racist. He's a fucking white man. What the fuck else could he be but racist? I don't know what the fuck. I'm like, where people come up with that at? Now you mad that he's racist. Which white man ain't racist? Uh-huh. You know, so fine, you have good reason. Like when I told this Sister Camille, and I was telling Sister Camille why I thought that Trump would be a better selection. Sister Camille had a, had a good, listen, man, I don't fuck with that nigga, why? I don't know, I ain't even call him a nigga. I don't fuck with that cracker. I don't fuck with that cracker, why? That cracker put that motherfucking article out on them boys from the Central Park even after they was, after it was known that they weren't guilty. That motherfucker was still against them. That's a good reason not to fuck with this motherfucking cracker. See, that's the good fucking reason. Not because he, 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 he racist. He, 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 he said he's going to send all the Mexicans back. So the fuck what? So why do you say he's going to send Mexicans? So why? That's not your fucking business. He said Muslims can't come here no more. So why? That ain't your fucking business, man. Leave that shit alone. You worried about the wrong motherfucking thing. Too much worried about motherfucking white people when we should be worried about I got down. Too much. Our mind is to too many different things, right? Our politics got to get back right because we're too busy into too many different things. But I wanted to say that about that, man. I, I, I've seen that. That's, yo, I'm going to pull the clip. I'm going to pull the clip for the motherfucking feminist so you can hear this this lady talking. I want y'all to hear this, this damn, uh, the leader. Well, you know, um, while you get that clip, I just want to chime in. Um, my myself, I'm against abortion. But my thing is this, on the same end, I'm hoping that my brothers don't get caught up in the white, racist, perverted, patriarchal system because that's that's what I hear on the other end of this, um, saying whether or not I have a right to decide what happens with my body. You know, we got to remember that this filthy cracker, 
does not, he despised the woman. You know, I love it when they come with this, oh, you know, uh, the crack in the South, he ain't with homosexuality. Not in public. But we know he damn sure enough is in the dark. We know about the sex farms they had in the South, what they did to our boys, and the cracker beast bitch, what she did to our girls, you know, and vice versa. You know, they don't care. They they have sex with babies of the same sex, opposite sex. It makes no difference with them. And another, what is crucial about him is his disdain for the woman. This cracker, like Trump, like all white cracker beast men, have a natural and an innate disdain for their mama. And that can't be lost in this. You know, the same way the sisters cannot get caught up in the cracker beast bitch white racism called feminism, the same way our men cannot get caught, our brothers cannot get caught up. Because on the surface it sounds lovely, but really it's pushing their perverted patriarchal society and, and their patriarchal mores. You know, this is a motherfucker who believed that a woman has no rights. This this was the law of the land here. Okay? I could be raped and whatever, and was nothing I could do about it. That is so anti-African. So I just want to throw that out there in that equation, too, because they don't care about us procreating. This my personal opinion on it is that uh, fronting like they anti-abortion is because of the religion of perversion bullshit in the Christian Bible. All right, and because they know their numbers are low, I say. See, nah, they're not out there telling black women, that's "Oh, it, don't that's do it. that." I totally agree with you, Sister Camille. I think that they on it like that because they know they they numbers low. They know that they numbers low, and they can't keep going. They can't keep going backwards like that. And also, like you said, the in order for him to really wrap up what he was calling his vote. He had to bring back the evangelical Christians, or you know, he had to bring that whole Christian, I mean, group back over to the Republican side, because they they had moved over to Obama under the under the scope of, uh, you know, white guilt and shit like that. You feel me? With white guilt helped them go over to the to to to, Dem- to Democrats, and then when he came back with that, look, man, we ain't messing with no abortion. We ain't messing with no Mex. No what? Oh, you for this? You ain't for gay marriage? You what? Oh, shit. All right. But he, this motherfucker not for gay marriage, but he for the LGBT flag. This nigga's crazy. I you never heard saying? Trump say nothing anti-gay. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I was thinking about this motherfucker when he was in this debate politics shit with Hillary in the primary. That's the one group I noticed that he ain't go hard body on. And I found that very interesting. I just want to throw that out there. And for uh, regarding the cracker beast bitch women out here, fifty-three percent of them voted for Trump. We had talked about this the other night, and we have already dealt with the numbers on the show prior. But I just I couldn't remember. Over fifty percent voted for Trump. So I don't know what they mad about. Yo, <laughs> yo, he want they want him to grab him by the pussy. So they mad about because. <laughs> He ain't come and snatch him up yet. <laughs> that nigga Trump, they like, what the fuck going on? He ain't grabbed my pussy yet. The hell's happening here? They white women like that. They like that shit. They said, fuck that. We done got us one back in there. Now, a real one. We got us a real savage in there. He don't get... 
I listen though. Even though I'm saying that grab by the pussy shit, and I, I'm using it out of context because I I have listened to it and listened to the context of what is laid in. You know what I'm saying? Which is that's what's wild about media is that if, if you don't really listen to this stuff yourself and you just get the sound bite or you get the story, then you'll never really understand exactly what the fuck happened. You know what I mean? And we talked about this the other day when we were talking about what Trump was um. He allegedly was mocking the retarded dude when really he couldn't have been mocking the retarded dude or the uh, handicapped dude because the handicapped dude can't even hardly move. So this nigga making wild hand justice could never be the handicapped dude. But, you know, it's about media. It's about if you see that shit yourself. Now, I'm going to play this shit right here. This is, oh, man, these motherfuckers. Yo, listen, man, these women, yo, trust me. Trust me. Listen. This fucking little read against Trump, because remember now, we talking about when we say 53%, we're talking about the uh, voters, right? But it's almost, it's almost 100, what, what, like 100, about 130 million people didn't vote at all in this country. Over half, half the population don't vote. Now, they're called ruckus. They talk shit. Now, you see it all, these motherfuckers. These are the people who was busting all the motherfucking shit up down there in Washington. These the motherfuckers who don't vote, period, they just here to cause the motherfucking ruckus. And that's what it looks like. It normally come out to a lot of this shit. If people who ain't doing no voting at all, they just cause the trouble. But now, I got a little five-minute clip of this chick right here, man. This is the one who helped start this thing, start this motherfucking uh, march off. And y'all listen to this shit here. Y'all, oh, y'all listen to this shit here. Let me see. Let me make sure it come up right. Well, no goddamn commercials on my shit. Assalamu alaikum. May peace be upon you, brothers and sisters. My name is Linda Sarsour, and I am one of the national co-chairs for the Women's March on Washington. I stand here before you, unapologetically Muslim American. Unapologetically Palestinian American. Unapologetically from Brooklyn, New York. Sisters and brothers, you are what democracy looks like. Sisters and brothers, you are my hope for my community.
you know. That's nothing, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, I didn't care about that. Um, First time I heard it was Dr. Khalid Muhammad watching one of his lectures and shit. I know. I'm talking about now. I went, uh, all right, well, let me read. I mean, like, the, the, the context for nowadays. I, I know what you're saying, King. I, I got you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it turns to a new catchphrase, like, nowadays. But one, then she, you know, it, what the fuck? Is she talking double speak? She says, this election was won on the backs of the Mexicans, the blacks, the women, uh, you know, she tried to throw the disabled in there. Look, everybody who allegedly he made fun of and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, but how do you win on that? Like, if you win on the back of somebody, that means they help you win. Like, how the fuck? I don't know. That was confused. That confused me. That confused me right there. She said this election was won on their backs. And I thought that, I don't know. I I, I don't know. That just sounded... That language don't sound right to me. Um, then she, then she got to see up the And look, if y'all don't know, hard times. Last fifteen years, I've been a Muslim here. Now listen, she talking about colors. Bitch like a white woman. Trust me, she took that fucking hijab off. She took that hijab off. She'd be a motherfucking uh, 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 Greek cracker. You feel me? Yeah, I seen her. Yup. So she'd be a Greek cracker if she took that off. Motherfuckers wouldn't think nothing other than she was a cracker from Greece. Maybe an Italian or some shit. Kim Kardashian looking bitch. Matter of fact, that's one of them Kardashian colors right there. Thinking about that. And got that same look up in there, that Armenian type of fucking face. But, she's, you know, she's... She, if you don't know, you see, you see, you see what I huh, I'm a Muslim, and we know trouble. <laughs> Look, y'all ain't seen nothing like what Muslims been through in the last 15 years with Bush and Obama. What the fuck has been going on with the Muslims here? Somebody tell me what happened to the Muslims. They've been coming up. They got all kind of corner stores around my way. Pakistani and them type motherfuckers. Right? Uh-huh. Obama been good to them. Hey, Bush right? was good to them. I mean, didn't he let Osama family fly out oh, after the towers went down? When couldn't nobody else fly? Yeah, we can't help but to get Muslim motherfuckers buying all the stores around here. I'm talking about you can't. Listen, if it ain't an Indian Muslim, you know what I'm saying, from India, a Punjabi, Pakistani Muslim, it's one of them. Uh, no. We got the, we got all of them here. We got some Armenian looking motherfuckers. All the Muslims, all the Muslims got all type. You know why? All the Muslims got all type of shit all around this motherfucker. Cracker Muslims. Muslims. Yeah, these are crackers. Yup, straight white motherfucking Muslims. You know what I'm saying? Dirty Caucasus Mountain, dirty, dirty back motherfucking Muslims. Hey, dirty and brother, you gotta tell me something. Because you had mentioned something before. Nobody gets done the way our people live. I need to know who else has to have a civil rights act here. What Muslim got to have a civil rights act? Huh? What cracker beast that bitch got to have a civil rights act? What, the, the, who? Who got to have a voting rights act? What Mexican 
Illegal not, motherfucker, got more rights than we do. I say, but in 15 years, she done learned more troubles than black people ever can have. Y'all don't know troubles like she know troubles. That's see, right like I, 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 see, being black there, you should have been walking away right then and there. What the fuck? She needs to get slapped. That's where I'm at with it now. I'm sick of people comparing our situation, which continues, to that of people that choose to be a homosexual, that choose to p- participate in the crack of these sexual perversions. A next mm-hmm. person could compare that shit to our history, I'm going to lose my composure. In the name of my ancestors. You're right. You're right in that. Because this is just a slap in our face. It's a slap in our face for a white woman with a hijab on to come up here and tell us that she knows troubles. Like, we ain't never knows. Because 15 years of Bush and Obama, there's been hell on the Muslims. I don't, I don't recollect that shit. I don't recollect that shit. Only Muslims got, yo, I'm going to tell you this shit. Only Muslims got fucked over in the last 15 fucking years is the black ones. Now, if you think I'm lying, we can pull up the motherfucking articles and read them. Bitch, I lost my motherfucking job for being a black motherfucking Muslim. I don't hear that shit. Only Muslims is the same people went down as usual. The usual suspects, us. And I wasn't even a Muslim like them motherfuckers. These guys, I'm in a wise like <laughs> What the fuck? I ain't even one of these, but I ain't even that type of muscle at all. Y'all what the fuck? I think that's the devil. What are you talking about? I lost my motherfucking job being a Muslim. It wasn't even a <laughs> It wasn't even one of them times. <laughs> oh, shit, and to hear that. To hear that, like, oh, look, look. What? I mean, it's so insulting. We still catching hell. We have everybody know in this country, talking about the other groups, you know, this, we're the community that you feed on, we're on the bottom, and all we good for is for you to feed on, for your, your community to come up, you know what I'm saying? Our people being murdered in the street because they've been blessed with melanin and shit. Same shit's still going on since we first was kidnapped here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The laws and shit. Uh, look, look at the shit in Flint. Still going on. Black power to you for bringing that um, to my attention. That is still going on. Something I want to speak on later. You know what I'm saying? We got all kind of shit. We got environmental genocide. All kind of genocides on a leash on us. But other people got problems, huh? 15 years of Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> is that like 20 years of slave? And then, you know what I'm saying, she talking that shit, uh, AEP to the family shit, spread the grip. Now, she talking that shit, but then she ain't even addressed the bitch. Your people enslaved, y'all or shit for enslavement before we even got fuck, start fucking with this cracker. This cracker start fucking with us. You ain't even talking about the motherfucking enslavement of the African over there where you coming from and the land your people's on belong to motherfucking us anyway. So you, you, double, you, you, you double jeopardy. Chat. You know what I'm saying? And then the bitch is like, what? How you going to roll roll with everybody? Then you talking about LBGT, who fucking, nigga, that's, that's genocide. Then you going to talk about the mothers. 
Like, you in it, she in and out. She went in and out of every fucking lane, which tells you that she's just trying to cause confusion, which breaks it down to, like, your sisters, like y'all saying, who the fuck paying these motherfuckers? Because basically the only thing they're really trying to do is to smear the agenda so they can get, take, a, take the focal point away from what's really going on with the African globally, especially here in the, in the U.S. Like, all the fuck they're trying to do. Okay, y'all niggas ain't got nothing to cry about because, look, all these other motherfuckers over here going through the same shit y'all going through. And they know we the only motherfucking group that's really entitled to some real true, you know what I'm saying, redemption and reparation. The rest of these motherfuckers really ain't tired of the shit. Y'all motherfuckers chose to roll up over here. That's on y'all. You got nothing coming. When you made a choice to step behind any lines, that was on you. We the only captives that's here in this country. That's it. The descendants of captives. So that's all they doing is smearing the issues and shit. You know what I'm saying? I would be interested to see how many we, I mean, who was the black faces up on that stage and shit. Y'all see any like uh, notable notable black faces up there? I ain't seen the shit. You know? No doubt. And uh, there wouldn't be nobody notable for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I say Let me just, just any play. Let me read you this LGBTQIA. AAP. They add uh, shit on, ain't they? Uh, AAP, bro. All right, uh, listen to this shit. And listen, right, I'm in the Urban Dictionary. So the Urban Dictionary lets you put your own definition in this shit. And so just, um, even though it's all, the, it's like um, the, the acronym is all the, is the same, but you can put your own definition, which is this, this is a slick little definition that Radicio put in here. Lesbian, LGBTQIA, lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer, intersex, asexual. Now, the three on the end, I'm definitely confused as fuck about. I'm confused. But I'm going to read this to you. It's basically a made-up system to make a made-up minority because nobody is buying that blacks or women are oppressed minorities anymore. It's a tactic to gain more political power. I'm a part of the LG. I'm a part of the LGBTQIA group because I want people to feel sorry for me. He used it in a <laughs> sentence. He used it. He used it in a sentence. <laughs> it's another, yo. What the fuck? Listen, queer. What the fuck is intersex? Anybody off the top of their head know what intersex means? Fine, go look it up. Nobody. See that? Anybody online? Please, anybody. Before I before I type it in, anybody know what intersex means? <laughs> See? They add shit on every motherfucking. Six months, man. They add letters to this shit, bro. Intersex is a general term used for a variety of conditions in which a person is born with a reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the typical definitions of female or male. Which is what? What? That's what I'm saying. What the fuck? What the fuck? What? Hold up, intersex is a gym. Now listen, I'm about to be stupid, y'all. Listen to me. I'm gonna be stupid with this shit. Intersex is a general term used for a variety of conditions 
in which a person is born with a reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the typical definitions of female or male. So that's like that's like these fat fat niggas who be having titties and shit. Intersex? <laughs> no, no. Nigga, no, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm asking it you know, nigga like me confused about this motherfucking shit right here. Yeah. Uh, or maybe like a feet. Uh, I don't know. That's like that's that's yeah. that's some sexual like a reproductive or sexual anatomy, but that's I don't know. My nipples is fucking sensitive. <laughs> that's a woman born with testicles. No, 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 no. Listen though, you ain't got to necessarily be born with testicles. You just got it like my daughter trying to see my daughter know about this shit. She said, nah, this <laughs> They talking about it. They talking all right, all right, hold on, baby. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Buzz I got to get Damn. I thought I was shit. I thought I was up on some shit. I got to get to uh, I got to get me a a study class with you. Get me up on this shit right here. Now but it don't say necessarily, it's just born with the reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the typical, see, the typical definitions of female or male. Then what is it? Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? What's a hermaphrodite then? Exactly, that's what I'm thinking, that's a hermaphrodite. That's a hermaphrodite, but no, it ain't, can't be a hermaphrodite. Let they change the definition of hermaphrodite. Because I thought hermaphrodite, you was born with both. Both like both of them. This one, you ain't born with both of them. Yours is just different than how others, Typical. the regulars is. Uh-huh. That sounds crazy, though. So what are we talking about, a monstrosity? Yeah, you got to be a monstrosity, nigga, nigga dick hanging down to his calf, mother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> intersexual, nigga. You said intersexual, nigga. What the fuck is that? Intersexual, nigga. Got it. Is that a girl? Is that a her ass so big, she intersexual. She does, she does that too she much. She got half of a vagina. She don't got the whole one. Or she don't got the really don't got no lips on it or something. Something got you know what I'm saying. <laughs> something got the. <laughs> Yo, this shit is crazy. Come on, man. We didn't touch queer because queer just what the fuck. The devil. I don't even want to define queer because queer could be. I know this shit gonna mean any fucking thing. Anything, nigga. And that's okay. not even that's not even physical. That might just be some mental shit. You just might be on some weird shit. Well, I, only reason I went to intersex first is because intersex is one of these words that ain't even in no regular dictionary. You ain't gonna find that in Funk and Wagner. Nah. This ain't new shit. Webster. This new shit. They make it up as they go. Oh, yeah. So now we gonna go back to this shit right here. They make it up as they go. Now let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh. Fucking queer. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go to queer, then I'm going to go to asexual. I'm going to go to queer. Because I got to define this shit. Because I'm really, I think confused when I see this shit. See? Queer. See, there's some regular shit. Queer, strange, odd. So that's any fucking thing. See? Gender queer. Then they got these little extra things. See, and now I'm, I'm going to read what Wikipedia say. Because like I said, this shit is like, when you go to the, when you go in, when you go to the definition, when you go to the dictionary, dictionary says odd, strange, 
But, you know, I got to go to Wikipedia and shit so I can get the, 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 the modern-day sex term for this shit. Queer is the umbrella term for sexual and gender minorities that are not heterosexual or not cisgender. For sexual and gender minorities? What the, what's a gender minority? Anybody know what a gender minority is? What does that mean? All right. Nope. We're going to think like the cracker thing, uh, meaning that the majority of the population ain't with the sexual perversion? Yeah, y'all. All right. It's a term for sexual and gender minorities. Yep, y'all people who, y'all, for all the nuts. You know, yeah, that's for the nuts. That means nuts. Gender minorities mean the nuts. I'm going to look at, they even got a definition for that in Wikipedia. I can click that and see, let me see. I'm a, uh, Hold up, Bill, that just say minor. No. No, they don't got them together. Or not cisgender. Let me get cisgender. Cisgender is a term for people who have a gender identity that matches the sex that they were assigned at birth. What? It's the opposite of the term transgender. Cis male, cis female. Male assigned, cis male for male assigned male at birth, or cis female, female assigned female at birth. Further derivations analogously include cis man and cis woman, as well as cisism or cis sexual assumption or cis normativity. They got this from a German sexologist, and in 1998 essay, he cites his two 1991 articles, Transsexuals and Normals Norsmorphophic, Nosmorophic, as the origin term. He also used the term in 1985. Cis has its origin, the Latin-derived cis meaning on this side of, which means the opposite of trans meaning across from or on the other side of. Oh, listen, listen. All right, so this shit just got made up in 1998. And, and motherfuckers say he's citing some shit from 1991, but they they say this 1998 essay, he say he's citing this 1991 shit, but the 1998 is the closest. So they just come up with this term right here, cisgender. I mean, you know, you can't, I, you know, you ain't got to ask me. I don't know what the fuck it means to be a male assigned male. I, I thought that when they look at you, they see, hmm. That looks like a penis. Yeah, that's what that is. Hmm. That looks like a vagina. Yeah, that's what that is. That's a male. That's a female. I thought it was easy as that. But now I guess it's, you know, it's a, a new matter of fact. I remember we just seen the thing. Y'all remember we were talking about that article where it was like, yo, on, on the thing, they ain't going to let you assign the gender to the kid no more on the birth certificate. You're going to have to wait and let the child assign his own self. So. 
All right. Um, Ben, see, we have to do a lot of defining before we can even get to what this means. Originally meaning strange or uh, we're talking about queer. Originally meaning strange or peculiar, queer came to be used pejoratively against those with the same-sex desires or relationships. In the late 19th century, beginning in the late 1980s, queer scholars and activists began to reclaim the word to establish community and assert an identity distinct from the gay identity. People who reject traditional gender identities and seek a broader and deliberately ambiguous alternative to the label LGBT may describe themselves as queer. Queer is also increasingly used to describe non-normative, anti-heteronormative, and anti-homonormative identities and politics. Academic disciplines such as queer theory and queer studies share general opposition to binarism, normativity, and a, and a perceived lack of intersectionality within the mainstream LGBT movement. Queer arts, queer culture groups, and queer political groups are examples of expressions of queer identities. Critics of queer identities include gay activists who associate the term with its pejorative colloquial usage or wish to disassociate themselves from queer radicalism. I don't know what to think about that. Like I said, that's be queer. What the fuck? Okay. But that's how brother boy, man. I'm just now coming in, man. I was, I, I just came in on the TV and the uh, 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 story. I didn't hear what you were talking, what you were saying. Well, I'm just reading the queer. I'm reading the definition of the word queer right now because we were defining what the LGBTQIA stood for. Now, you know, we've been hearing LGBT for a while, so we all of us pretty much understand lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual. You know, we, we pretty much got a handle on that. But now What's we got... The, huh? What's up? Because you just, you just added about eight letters on that mother, right? Yeah, man. Now, we, you know, we got a couple of extras that jumped on the end. So we just tried to get the right de definition. Have you ever heard of the word intersex? That's what I was going to say, brother boy. What's the I for? So I'm guessing that's what that means. Yeah, intersex. And we defined that one first because that was the one I don't think nobody knew what the fuck that was. Intersexual. I'm not, you know. Some new shit, you know what I mean? But we just go go we going through this because we just was listening to a little a little clip, and the lady said that that's what they was out there that she was down with the LGBTQIA movement. So I guess you know saying queer that could also include um the fucking uh, uh pedophiles and shit. See queer pedophiles it could include motherfuckers who practice bestiality all that shit. The uh, the 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 um what's that the what's the motherfuckers the nature sexuals what's the people who like to have sex with trees it's some hold up my question what's the people who like to have sex with with nature with the trees and stuff do you see that uh huh pansexuals the 
natural sexuality, their shit is perverted. It always has been, and it shows up in every aspect of their life. So why wouldn't it be in their military when their concept of military and war is based upon that? You know? What was those motherfuckers when we did that show? Um, I think they were called Celsians or some shit. Back in the day, you know, the, the way they had warfare was they would put the cape on, and they were fighting each other in Europe, in the icebox. And the whole purpose was to overpower you. And so the cracker with the cape on his butt naked fighting another cracker, he overpowered him. And then part of his prize was to rape the motherfucker. That's why they was naked. And they only had the cape on their motherfucking neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listen, right? Yeah, this is so bugged. You're so bugged out. And we ain't even got to the A yet. We ain't even got to the A yet. This shit done confused the hell out of us, and we ain't even got, we got one more letter to go. And these motherfuckers are just all the way out the door with it. All the way out the goddamn door with it. Oh, shit. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. It's this other video I want y'all to, oh, it's this other shit that I want y'all to listen to. Um, um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um. Oh, 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 my God. Yo, listen, yo, listen. When y'all see this, oh, man, when y'all hear this shit, this shit gonna bug you out. This shit gonna bug you out. Oh, this shit shit will bug you right out. Um, Oh, man. Asexual. Asexual. Oh, yeah. Asexual. Asexual means you don't got no sexual feelings at all for nothing. So that's the, that's the asexual. So, you know, they got that going too. Hmm. Yeah, but that ain't on this thing. That's it. Yeah, I want to find this thing uh, about fucking being transphobic. It's a fucking, you know, it's a fucking dude. Who said you might be, what the, hold up. Yeah, what the fuck, what, what kind of word would be used if I was saying, like, you was being, you, you discriminate, you discriminate against transsexuals and shit, like, you, know, like you discriminating and, like, you got transphobia. The motherfucker says, if you, if you met a, if you met a, uh, if you, met a dude who said they was a woman and you found out that they was a woman and didn't stop liking her, then, like, like you was, something was wrong with you because of that shit. I can't, oh, my fucking God. I want to remember this shit so bad. I want to remember where where this video is because, yo, you got to hear this fucking man say this shit sitting there dressed up with a fucking wig on his head. And lipstick, talking to you, sounding just like a, a fucking, yeah, crazy, crazy, sounding like a dude, but talking to you about some other shit, about transgender, trans, nope, it's transgender, you transgender, trans, you transgender something. So, B, you still got me fucked up when you was talking about the dude. Played the video of the cat talking about he wanted to be a six-year-old girl again and shit. Oh, yeah. 
Remember that dude you played? Yeah, he's like 48. Crazy ass night. And he was with, oh, yo, you know this motherfucker tried to rape that other little girl. Son, I seen something where this nigga tried to rape that little girl he was in there with. Remember they had grandkids. And he yeah, was acting like a grandchild. Somebody play, he play house with her and all this dumb shit. Son, I seen something about Sonny trying to rape that fucking little girl. Uh, you know, I'm trying to rape that little girl. Uh, I was like, I said, damn. I said, what kind of shit is that? While we sitting here talking about this shit, you know what I'm saying? Just think how many young, you know what I'm saying? African children is in these little fucking foster homes and shit. They run it. They're running through our go see like this. This is this is why you, my, you know what I'm saying. From my opinion, I feel a lot of this homosexuality you see with all these young African males and young females is just from the ones that's coming out of the fucking the foster homes. You know what I'm saying? The children's services and shit like that. Because you know, once they go to these homes, it's on. You you right. It is a lot of them coming about that system. But then there's another thing is that it's a lot of times, like, you got fucking, like, we got molesters in the fucking community, man. We got molesters check, in the fucking check. community, man, who don't mm-hmm. get checked. And women be fucking with dudes who fucking molesters, man. And this nigga be in there molesting them fucking kids, molest a little girl, molest a fucking little boy, molest a little girl, turn them into with, with little girl. Yo, son, yo, listen, let me tell you how real it is. I know I know a shorty who had a son by a dude who raped her daughter and got her daughter pregnant while she was twelve. Yeah, I remember you saying that shit. <sighs> and ain't nobody even fucked this nigga up. Nobody wanted to handle the nigga. He's he been locked up for about the last. He's been locked up for a while. He's still locked okay. up. Ain't nobody bust that nigga's cranium though. Not that That's I know. Email. I found out about it, you know, a couple of years down the line. I was seeing her daughter and, like, yo, just wondering, because I used to I remember her daughter when she was little. I remember her when she used to talk to son. I remember all of that shit. You know what I mean? So then years later, I, I see her, boom, 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 and then they just drop me with the, with the, you know what I'm saying, with the one-on about what the fuck happened. I'm like, what? Get out of here. This nigga's fucking crazy. And the little boy is named after the after the nigga. <laughs> you know that's wild. With a sister that's called him by his nickname. I don't know that this is wild. And then the, he know as he know that his father did that to his sister. Like that's all type of craziness going on in there. But the little girl she acts just like a beautiful young lady, but she she walking around just like a dude. That shit totally turned her off from men. Totally. And we got so much of this, you know. And again, no I, that's why I, I, I want to, you know, we, we one of the things I love about our family, we keep it on the focus where it belongs. This, the sickness that that particular sickness of the beast that inflicts a lot of our people. Well, I don't want to say a lot. Let me say some of our people is from what they did to us. 
for fucking hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. You know, you got places in the South right now where somebody was telling me about some people they went to see. Yo, first of all, where the people live at, where our people are living at in this particular part, uh, is all you got. Ain't no lights, dirt roads, right? And so all you got around there is like maybe two houses with two different families, right? But it's mad people. So, you know, incest is happening. Uh, pedophilia is going on. You know, because we have been conditioned to accept this sick perversion as being the norm, coming out of that. You know, it's hard for us looking back to imagine what it had to be like on them goddamn plantations for hundreds of years where they could do any and everything to us, regardless of the age. You know, we do, we had that shit Brother Boy put us on to uh, uh, the picking cotton joint, uh, and the this is in the 50s, 60s. She, in one of these places in the South, don't know that we done been, quote, unquote, I'm putting this in quotation marks because we know slavery is still going on, but out of the chattel enslavement. And when she tells the story of how she was gang raped at five after watching, after they had gang raped her mama, and, and she talking, this shit she talking about was in the 1960s somewhere. Mm-hmm. Cotton picking truth. Ain't that what it's called? Cotton picking truth. I'm picking true. Camille, was that in Mississippi or something? I think it was in Mississippi. Brother Vaughn, was that Mississippi? She was in Mississippi, 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 or Louisiana, one on Mississippi, dog. She was down on that belt. She was down Mississippi. It might have been Alabama, but I think it was Mississippi. I think you're right, Mississippi. But it was more than, yeah, I went to more than one place like that down there. Mm-hmm. It went to more than one place. You know what I'm saying? They went to more than one state. I shit on YouTube, though, and particularly that clip of the sister, she's old at this time, talking about it. Talking about it. Yeah, I see that. I see that. And it just made me think about, you know, the rural areas, you know what I'm saying? The way out in the middle of nowhere-ass areas, man. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that shit's kind of still going on. You feel me? Right now, going on right yeah. this Right this minute. There's no way that it's not. Who would stop it? You don't know what's happening. How can you stop that? And at this point, and 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 their mind ain't this the norm? Wouldn't that be the norm? Yeah. You know, it's sick, but yo. Fifth generation. Fifth generation on the plantation. All I know is we ain't have none of this shit before we got before the cracker beast came into our lives. We don't have no record of none of this, yo. Uh, Mississippi Delta, they put this one out in 2010. 
People of the Mississippi Delta still living on the plantation. And mind you, that's where Oprah from. Oprah from the Delta, Mississippi. Don't step behind. You hear all the time about the little, the little towns that be, because you know what I'm saying, number white folks and shit, nigga goddamn disappearing them motherfuckers. Whole goddamn town with them, you know what I'm saying? So shit, you hear that over and over. You gotta know if it's something to that level, they ain't gonna tell on each other either, you feel me? So we just ain't gonna never know. We just will never know about that shit. Because if y'all talking about the one I'm thinking about, she, she was there and still calling the map. Yeah, have you said lady sitting in the chair? Mm-hmm. Talking about how they had to eat the bugs and eat the bird eggs and eat the worms. Yeah. Okay. Bullshit. And this is in the 50s. That's what fucked me up about this fucking documentary. Yeah. What? And she had got older, like yo, we had to escape. So saying, listen, if her, if her father, if her aunt, she didn't help them, shit, who be saying they wouldn't be on the plantation still? Chat. I'm looking at a video right now. I just looked at a video clip right now. She's on the plantation right now. Right, well, this was 2010. 2010, they taking a picture they in the Mississippi Delta on the plantation. She's been there five generations. Okay. And so don't nobody in Congress know about that? Obama ain't know. Uh, the illiterate Bush ain't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? They all motherfucking know. And they turn a blind eye. There are white people, and wherever these towns are, there are white people that know because the sister had told the story about how she had first escaped and she was crawling because the beatdown she had got was so severe and that a cracker beast bitch and her husband seen her and pulled over and took her ass, took, not her ass, excuse me, took the sister right back. Huh? Knowing what was going on. And what about those men who gang raped her? There were men in the same town, them cracker beast motherfuckers in the same town, right? Five-year-old baby. There ain't no such thing as good white people. I'm so sorry. If that hurts your feelings, there's no such thing. But I'm supposed to be concerned about some homo? Where, where, where they at on that, huh? Where they at on that? Where, where's the watch on Washington for our people still enslaved, enslavement, huh? Where's, where's the executive order for the National Guard to bum rush these motherfucking properties, huh? Hey. 
I'm supposed to care about a Mexican. I say. Like, and they want, like, like you say, you're supposed to be man. We're supposed to be worth our life. Motherfucking Mexican. Kill them. Kill them.
Well, I do think it's funny how um, Trump pulled the okie doke on the wall. You oh, know, yeah, yeah he's gonna make Mexico pay for it. Now it's uh, well, you know, it's gonna come out of tax dollars, but we'll get the money back. I hope he got his corporations, his construction corporations in place. And he ain't doing nothing no different than the rest did. You know, Dick Cheney and Bush, one and two, with Halliburton, Kellogg and Brown, all of those lovely war manufacturing corporations that they were either the head of, had major stock in, that got crazy big, big money when they did that bullshit invasion on Iraq. So, you know, ain't no different. Okay. Y'all, I'm, I'm trying to find this shit. I found this motherfucker. You're right, Quay. Just another face on that shit. Another face on the bullshit. Check. And I want to make sure, because I had gave out a, um, a statistic, I want to make sure I was clear about that. 53% of white women voted for Trump. Okay, the total woman, uh, 42% of all women voted for Trump, but 53% of white women voted for Trump. And, and, and that's significant, you know. And now it's these same Cracker Beast bitch women that got this bullshit march against Trump. But 53% of your population voted for him. So we can say that half of the half of the white women out there marching actually voted for the nigga. Check, check. Fifty-three percent of white women voted for Trump. That voted. Check. You know, it's even deeper, too, sis, when you ask yourself, like, you ain't got to ask yourself, but why did you feel you needed to vote for this motherfucker? Like, what was your motive behind that shit? You know what I'm saying? And I'm just saying that because I'm like, y'all motherfuckers was fearing, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> to me, it's like, it was a, uh, it was a phobia, you know what I'm saying, of niggas getting too loose and shit, black people getting too loose in this motherfucker. So when I look at that, basically I'm seeing like, okay, the white woman is probably one of the most fearful individuals of the black population in this fucking country. She fears the black. I don't Anywhere know I that. Fuck... Say again? Go ahead, no, Kim. I'll cut you off. No, no, no. I feel what you're saying. I'm saying when you look, that, that that's just my, my perspective. Like when I'm out and about and shit, motherfuckers is always grabbing a purse and whatnot, what have you. I mean, this shit just happens to me like just today when I'm out and about. But what I'm just saying is I felt like personally, based on what the fuck, where the shit was going, Trump is supposed to be like, you know what I'm saying, to me like the motherfucking, you know what I mean, that's their security, that's their that's the security mechanism because shit was getting a little bit far-fetched. That's my, pers- that's my personal perspective on that shit. I don't think these motherfuckers really 
you know what I'm saying, wanted to vote for him, but I think he was the one who they felt like was going, like you said, make this, this fucking catchphrase, make America great again, which is return, restore power back to the whites and shit, and they, in they eyes and shit. Check, and you know what? I stand corrected because when you broke that down, I definitely, you write about that with um, white women um, being fearful, particularly of our men, and I think, well, you know, in my opinion, that's because of the propaganda that they have been fed about the lie of our men, and I and I think it's also racism involved in that shit too, because white women are some of the most racist motherfuckers on this planet, and as you just said, that to me that explains why they voted for Trump, but they forgot that shit. Make America great again. Well, you know, when I hear shit like that, you're talking before the emancipation. No, you're talking before the Civil War. All right, and so what they forgot, though, is that before the Civil War, a white woman was a piece of shit to the white cracker beast man. All right? That bitch couldn't say nothing. No doubt. And that's why she was so fucking vicious when it came to to, 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 to us. That was the only power that bitch had was over some niggas. So, quote, unquote, over some motherfucking Africans. That's the only power she fucking had, and she used that shit to the fullest. Chat. And then, like, people got to understand, too, like, just the way you see some of our people conducting themselves in, in in this manner, knowing that shit was from generations and generations of going through that ma'afa, you know what I'm saying, that enslavement, it's, that shit is still etched in the fucking minds of every white motherfucker that you see in this country and abroad, this racism and the, the bestiality, the fucking savagery, just like, uh, just like fucking Walter Williams was saying, Baba Walter, like this shit is part of who they fucking are. It's deep in their genes and their psyche. So there ain't no change in these motherfuckers, like, you know what I'm saying? Just as we live with the scars and the wounds, they living with them same motherfucking wounds on their brain, so they got to fucking feel like, you know what I mean? It's not our fault that black people are fucked up. They fucked themselves up, you know what I'm saying? They they never going to fucking admit to their fucking savagery and shit, but we got to already know that shit, you know what I'm saying, which I know the family's on the lines, too. I mean, you know what I mean, but... Nigga, this shit is part of who the fuck they are now. There ain't no change in that shit. It's years and years and years. The only way to change that shit is when, once we step back in power. But it probably still won't change. But this is part of who the fuck they are. This is how their mind works. So when they see a young black male, it don't fucking matter. Even if the nigga's dressed in a suit and tie, it's going boom, boom, oh shit. He's going to rob me, going to rape me. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to click and they don't like that. Well, see, that's the thing that, that's, you know, you brought up something deep, and I think a question has to be asked. How could it be that the rapist and the robber looking at the victim, you know, and and, 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 and it's shit like this that we cannot allow slop. You know, and it makes me think of Dr. Walter Amos Wilson. I'm not Dr. Walter. Dr. Amos Wilson work. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. 
No because doubt. that's the sick shit here. And that's the sick shit about white people. And in my opinion, while they have no conscience, there's nothing redeeming about them. Because you're the motherfucker who has done me wrong. And now, after you done did me wrong, you now scared of me. The wrong you did to me, you done now threw on me. I'm now the rapist and the robber. Or my men are now the rapist and the robber. I'm now loose. You know, black woman loose. You know. We, we love to have sex. We love to have babies. That's all we good for. Huh? After you done gang raped us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. For how long? How many centuries? Now I'm a whore? And also, he said they need, like, it's a necessity for them that view the, sh- that, the, the, the dynamic in that manner in order for them to maintain power. They have to. It got to be done. You cannot have the dynamic intact without that type of psychosis. You got to see black. The black man has to be a, a, a criminal. The, the, the black woman has to be of like a whoredom type of state. She has to be less than. He has to be less than. It's the only way this shit gonna work for them. This is why, like you said, shit got to be tossed from the bottom up, y'all. This shit got to be spun. It got to be destroyed. You can't, you can't even fucking, ain't no way you can even operate within that paradigm. It's, it's a lose-lose. And if you look at the, even with the niggas, you got these young, these blacks getting money, still fucked up, still landlocked, bro. You still can't do shit. Then you get these niggas like uh, fucking uh, most deaf, he, he in South Africa thinking he's making a move. They fuck around, freeze all your shit up, even off of, on the international plantation, they'll freeze your shit up. So you ain't going to be able to motherfucking maneuver with the money, without the money. The money is not the motherfucking, uh, that's not the ingredient, you know what I mean, for liberation. You know what I'm saying? It, it can have an impact on some shit, but that is not the end-all, be-all. These niggas going to be overstanding that shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't give two shits about most stuff. I just want to throw Not at all. Here. Not at all. Uh, shame on a nigga that, you know, <laughs> you, 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 you. I, I, back in the day, I used to love him. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked up to him as a lyricist. And for mm-hmm. me to find out as a grown-ass man, you were now a motherfucking whore? Uh-huh. My nigga. That means you was fronting all that time. Nigga, you was never reading shit. Mm-hmm. Huh? Shame uh-huh. on you. That's just my opinion on most stuff. Now, you right with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, like, okay, nigga, you thought because you got the little money, you making movies with Matt Damon and these motherfuckers like you was doing some shit, you know what I mean? Not to say that you weren't speaking out on certain shit, but nigga, y'all know where this shit come from. It was just like the RZA. Nigga, y'all know what this shit is about. You know, y'all niggas got a little bit of bread, y'all done rub elbows with some of these crackers, y'all smoking all this bullshit and dipping this dip and all, whatever the fuck y'all smoking and fucking around, and y'all niggas done lost the reality of this situation. So until y'all ass get back in checkmate, then all of a sudden now, oh, man, this this ain't right. We should be in America. Da, da, da. Oh, here come the bullshit. But y'all niggas know what this shit is because niggas was already been put through basic training. You know what I'm saying? So, but like you said, I got no remorse when I hear this nigga on crying on the lines. <laughs> then it turns into uh, freedom for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Fascism. You ain't going to have fascism without racism. So it's one and the same. They say it's yeah. class. It's about class. Feel me? It's not about race. It's about class. 
Here we go. <laughs> what you say? Bro? The Congo to the Bongo. Hey. The Congo to the Bongo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't stand that. Mo- I don't want to say I can't stand but that motherfucker with that class <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, we, we know where that came from, though. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, that's one of the things, man, while I, while I hold the brothers up to a, you know, I, Feel I, me? I understand why we, why we venerate them brothers, but at the same time, man, I, I'm also very critical of them brothers, man, for what they put on our family, man. You feel me? That class argument comes directly from the Black Panther Party. You feel right. me? So, I mean, mm-hmm. see, you would look at, look at the stain that are left, you know what I'm saying? You know it leave a stain, man, when motherfuckers is arguing about that shit to the day. You feel me? That's what no that's what they don't fuck the people up, man. Just like with the Hebrews and the goddamn uh Jesus name is Yahshua and the and the oh, 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 <laughs> was black and this nigga was black. Now all these niggas instead of arguing about getting free, niggas still arguing about the dumb shit. Mm-hmm. These niggas, niggas is crazy. Oh. You showed that shit, though. You know, you said that shit about class. You know, I, I heard Phil Valentine say some shit the other day. He said, yo, you know, they be asking me to do events with them up there in New York. Shit like that, whatever. He said, well, I don't do nothing with them. He said, I can't. Because they, they ain't doing nothing but cold destruction. So I seen another video where he was saying the same shit, but just saying a little something different. Like he was like, "Yo, I told you niggas, doing that shit y'all gonna do, gonna end up getting somebody hurt. And the only thing that's gonna happen is end up causing division." Now I'm telling you right now, that's all y'all gonna do: argue over shit that ain't no reason to be debating nobody about religion. Like that ain't gonna do nothing but get somebody hurt. And I said to myself, I. I said, damn, I remember they did used to do a lot of shit with Phil Valentine. He was like the elder for a while. Well, at least we're dealing with Shawnetta always doing this shit, you know what I mean? I used to always see Phil Valentine coming back and forth to New York. But in the last, I'll say, at least three, four years, I haven't really seen him like that. So it's interesting that he put that out there. To let people know that, listen, man, I told you, you niggas, you niggas is, is like Asian style right now. They doing this shit on purpose to make sure shit fucked up. That shit's sad, bro. Y'all are sad. Yo, listen, listen, y'all. I want to try to hear this shit right here. This is a motherfucking, look, they going to talk about your your data purposes are discriminatory. So what we're going to, I want to define this just so I can hear this shit, just to hear how sick this shit is going. So I hear this shit here. Okay, let me make sure this shit. Uh-huh. Hello, I hear you. Would you date someone who's black? Would you date someone who's would you date someone who's disabled? Oh, honestly, I don't know what your answer is to those questions, but I've met a surprising number of people who would say no to all or at least some of them. Their argument is that someone who's trans, would you date someone who's black? Would you date someone who's fat? 
Would you date someone who's disabled? Now, honestly, I don't know what your answer is to those questions, but I met a surprising number of people who would say no to all or at least some of them. Their argument is that it's just a preference and that you can't control who you're attracted to. I think most of the time that this is brought up, it's in regards to race. I'll link to a couple of really good videos in the description about racial dating preferences, but in this video, I want to talk about our other biases. Let's start with trans people. Would you date a trans person, honestly? Think about it for a second. Okay, got your answer? Well, if you said no, I'm sorry, but that's pretty discriminatory. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you're a person who hates trans people. There was probably a time in my life when I said I wouldn't date a trans person. But since then, I've thought critically about it and changed my mind. I could sit here and show you photos of conventionally attractive trans people. There are definitely trans people who you would never know are trans unless they told you because they passed for sick. And that might convince some of you. But I think arguing that you would only like a trans person if you didn't know they were trans is a poor argument. I think you could be attracted to any trans person, whether they passed or not. I think the main concern that people have in regards to dating a trans person is that they won't have the genitals that they expect. Because we associate penises with men and vaginas with women, some people think they can never date a trans man with a vagina or a trans woman with a penis. But I think that people are more than their genitals. I think that you can feel attraction to someone without knowing what's between their legs. And if you were to say that you're only attracted to people with vaginas or people with penises, it really feels like you're reducing people just to their genitals. You're kind of objectifying them, but you're thinking of them more as genitals than objects. So I guess you're kind of genitalifying them? Anyway, my point is we have implicit biases that we were raised with or that we developed over time, and they can be hard to get rid of. And I think this can be especially prominent within the queer community. Gay men often pride themselves on being disgusted by vaginas, and the same goes for lesbian women with penises. It's difficult because some queer people have built their sexual identities on these repulsions, but I don't think they're innate at all. If you met someone who was extremely attractive, had a great personality, but didn't have the genitals that you wanted, you might be surprised to find that it isn't a deal breaker. As someone who is trans and gay, sometimes people ask me with a very accusatory tone if I would date a girl with a penis. Because there's the stereotype that trans lesbians are just predatory cis men creeping on cis women. But the thing is, I absolutely could be attracted to a woman with a penis. I could be attracted to any woman, cis or trans. If I find you attractive, I don't care what you have down there. But we know that sexual orientations are more innate than learned. They're more nature and less nurture. Gay conversion therapy has been proven not to work. But you can unlearn your own prejudices. It just takes time and conscious effort. And the way that we talk about potentially dating trans people has a lot in common with the way we discuss other preferences. Saying that you're not attracted to fat people isn't innate. It's informed by a society that tells you that being thin is ideal. Everything in the media you consume is bombarding you with messages that skinny is and fat is ugly. And even the nicest of people absorb these messages to some degree. But again, if you find someone attractive and really enjoy spending time with them, there's no reason why their weight should be a factor. Especially since we know that the relationship between weight and health is extremely complex and you really can't make any moral judgments on a person based on their weight. And lastly, let's talk about disabled people. Disabilities come in a very wide range from being deaf to being in a wheelchair to only having one arm. And I think it's pretty ridiculous to say that you couldn't be attracted to any person who has any of those disabilities. Disabilities can happen to anyone. Someone you're extremely attracted to today could become disabled tomorrow, and that shouldn't make your attractions then disappear. So if it does, it might not be because of them, but rather because you have some preconceived ideas about disabled people that are just inaccurate and harmful. Unsurprisingly, this is another case of the media telling you that a certain group isn't attractive. Disabled people are rarely romantic leads. Their stories in movies and TV shows are often tragic, but that doesn't reflect the reality that disabled people can be happy and have dating lives and be attractive. Now, if you're not attracted to someone you're not attracted to them. I'm not going to tell you that you have to be attracted
attracted to this fat person or that trans person or that disabled person. But the more you work at unlearning your own prejudices, the more you'll be able to see people from these groups as people rather than tired stereotypes. Unlearning our own biases doesn't happen overnight, and I don't have a step-by-step instruction guide for you. But I think if you can accept that these prejudices exist in all of us, even you, you can identify them when they come up and work to change how you think about them. It will most likely be a long, slow process, but I think it's worth it. Because these dating preferences are ultimately harmful to people who don't fit into your box of what a conventionally attractive person looks like. It makes people feel isolated, alone, and unwanted to hear that they're universally unattractive to people. I don't think there's anyone out there who somebody doesn't find attractive. We're sold this image of the conventionally attractive person, but in reality, all kinds of people around the world are constantly dating, having sex, finding people attractive, getting married. It's not only the conventionally attractive who find love or have sex. So by working on ourselves to dispel that idea, we can make the world a more welcoming and loving place for everybody, no matter how they look. This video is a part of my Feminism with Riley series that I'm doing in collaboration with Everyday Feminism, a website dedicated to helping you stand up to and break down everyday oppression. Be sure to give this video a like. Okay, I'm going to Because to say that your gender, your your genitals, 
have nothing to do with gender. That is an absurdity beyond absurdities. My gender, my genitals are due to my chromosome. They are due to me being chromosome XY. Excuse me, XX. Men are XY. Women are XX. That is why I am a woman, why I have a vagina. Okay? So it's not like it's some uh, accidental thing, you know, uh, like uh, you get five fingers and shit. Everybody get five fingers, male or female. But my XX chromosome is why I have breasts that have mammary glands, that lactate, and why I have what is called a vagina and a uterus, why I can give birth. The fuck he talking about? So that's just straight lying. Mm-hmm. So the only ain't got nothing to do with no man, no woman. You could be a man and got a yoni, and you could be a woman with a penis. What's wrong with you? These motherfuckers is crazy. See? And then, then, like you were saying earlier, then the comparisons to black people. See how they throw that in there? It's the same as, like, would you date a black person? Would you date it? Would you date an overweight person? Would you date a disabled person? Like this motherfucker, that ain't got nothing. Listen, man, I can't all send you to listen. Listen, I'm going to get out this fucking wheelchair, right? Or a motherfucker in the with a blind motherfucker. He can't just put eyes on today and take them off tomorrow and be like, you know what? I'm blind today. You know, I ain't going to do the blind thing tomorrow. A motherfucker trans, these motherfuckers, you can cut that shit off your head, take those eyelashes off your motherfucking eyes and wipe that goddamn shit off your face and just go out and be a motherfucking goofy-looking-ass cracker. Put a trucker cap on and you every cracker at the baseball game we ever seen. No problem. And to make the little comparisons. Ain't no black people can't go, you know, you know what I mean? I'm going to put my white skin on tomorrow. You just can't take this shit off. These motherfuckers, is, they, they take it off and on as they please. Just by that definition, or whatever the, the, the LGBTQIA definition was right, it's just for people, this is it's something that's made up for motherfuckers that say, yo, feel sorry for me. Feel sorry for me. And this motherfucker tomorrow, I'm a transgender gay. I didn't even understand what the fuck that was. But then when I when now when I went to try to find this find this video right here that I want y'all to hear, I seen that the motherfucker got a video where he with his girlfriend. And I'm totally bugged out by this. Like what the fuck is happening here? This motherfucker got a white woman. He's a white man, pretending to be a white woman, but he liked white women. And how could this white woman like a white woman that's really a white man dressed like a white woman? How is all this cool? When did this become popping? When you become a motherfucking cheap cracker. Because the cracker, man, they don't have, there's no preference, bro. The preference is whatever the fuck you get your nuts off on. True. Plus, you know, it, it just showed that they're crazy. Like, this crazy. is real sick. This is insanity, you know. 
And this is Frankenstein <laughs> coming to life, like on some real shit. You know real what I'm saying? Shit. Like you're, 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 it is a Frankenstein. And just like in the movie with the Frankenstein, how the people had um, torches and pitchforks to kill it, that really that should, if if this was if we were normal, if this was a normal society we find ourselves in, that's what the reaction should be. Yeah, you know, if this was a normal society, this motherfucker could never make no video. Ever. He could mm-hmm. never come outside. Nobody would ever be able to know that you dress like that, act like this. The Nobody would be able to know. The trans, there were, first of all, I'm not <laughs> saying that. People that are um, cutting off their genitalia and having fake, non-living materials added on. To, to to pretend that it is a, a sexual organ or genitalia are Frankensteins. They mm-hmm. are monsters. And I want to say this to the cracker beast motherfuckers that are religious rights that have plastic surgery. You are a Frankenstein as well. I'm against the mm-hmm. whole thing, okay? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the freak shit on the sexual perversion, and then people just having blessed implants. Ass implants, Botox, all that shit is fucking sick. Frankenstein word. Uh, You're right. You're right. Anything. I'm going to put anything in. You see these motherfucking girls' asses blowing up and all that shit, putting that shit in their ass? They had this motherfucking girl down in Atlanta. She was putting silicone, the fucking silicone gel in, y'all, in girls' asses. The rubber. Uh, what's that? That silicone rubber, like that, that 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 shit that you can get out of the store. Taking this shit, filling up motherfucking syringes and shooting girls in the ass, man, to fill their ass up. It was a uh, girl out like here got arrested for shooting their ass up with with fixer flat. <laughs> Stop it, <Y'all? laughs> fixer flat. Stop it. But how the fuck? Come on, man. You gonna we gonna just blow it up? You gonna die? <laughs> that fix the flash shit ain't no joke. Somebody put that shit. Or somebody put that inside them. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got to be crazy. You crazy alone to even think to do some shit like that. But then the person to get it done to him. I just couldn't have known it was fix the flash. <laughs> no way. I they no. You fucking with a side. You yo listen. It's one thing to fuck with a backdoor backyard mechanic. Yeah, fuck with a backyard mechanic, but it's a whole other thing to fuck with a goddamn back uh, outhouse doctor. <laughs> you don't want the outhouse doctor. Now backyard mechanic is one thing, but the outhouse doctor, you don't want that. But that's this is where this the crack of beast perversion is going, and we're not even looking at it like on some real shit. You were Frankenstein. You're not living no more. Botox is a fucking poison. Yeah, botulism, right? Word. Put this in your face to to kill your face to make it die for a second, just to stay in a certain way. It's been like dead right there. It's poison. That shit, you don't even know if you can have a reaction down the line. But it's good. Yo, you're saying that, right? Ain't that how they do the poison? It don't be like, 
Like, we'd be drinking these sodas and shit like that. It got poisons in them. That poison ain't going to kill you today, but over time, it's going to be an accumulation. It's going to start to build up in your fucking system. Then you're going to find yourself with all different types of motherfucking cancers. Later on, you get 45, 50 years old. Now you got all type of cervix cancer, prostate cancer, neck cancer, cancer of the eye, cancer, pancreatic cancer, liver cancer, cancer in your toe, cancer behind your knee. <laughs> cancer everywhere. Every fucking weird. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> you ain't got a body part from cancer, won't go get, won't go get. But the cracker, push it. That's another form of them pushing this perversion. Because, look, if, you, if you're willing to accept uh, breast implants and ass implants on a woman, well, why can't a man do it? Yeah. Or vice versa. You know? And, and we see our people accepting this shit. Yo, I had to scream on a sister the other day. Because the sister stomach is kind of flat, but everything else ain't. All right, and she got um an an extra a large ass, you know. And so ain't nothing fit in the body. But you want to argue over or get mad over those who choose to exercise to get their body snatched, as opposed to you walking around here like you done did that, but that shit is all surgery. And in the long run, you fail to realize that that's more harm than good to your body. Oh, yeah. Because some of you... Oh, man, you're going to want this extra shit, all that extra shit you putting in your body over time, that shit going to fuck you up. It's going to fuck you up. You imagine these girls give me butt implants now, breast implants now, when your monkey ass gets 65 years old? Yeah. Your body frame, your spine, your legs, your thighs. You can't hold none of that. It's not natural. No. No. Ain't natural at all. Because some stink, low life, cracker beast, bitch, whore, Kim Kardashian did it. Now, we got our own sisters, that bitch, Nicki Minaj, and all that. All that shit is disgusting. All that shit is disgusting. And it is harmful, okay? And, and, and it will do us more harm than good. There is no way you can put toxins into your breast, into your ass. And think ain't nothing wrong with it. And now they got the new shit. Design a vagina. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, man. It's just going too far. You're going too far. You're going too far. Damn. Even Lil' Kim got a fake ass, but a design of vagina. That shit just, I, I can see it. All right, why not? They designing every fucking thing else, man. This is what I'm saying. This is like this video that's on live right now with the fucking the dude, the dude dressed up like a woman, all his makeup on, super foundation out to be to make his face up to look like as good as any as good as a woman face as it could be. You know what I'm saying? 
turn into a woman's face as best as possible. This motherfucking suck MC. Oh man. You know, man, I uh man, I'm 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 riding in the car the other day listening to the radio, man, like the main station out here, you know what I'm saying? And it's like it's like four thirty in the afternoon and shit, you feel me? Like really knowing it's like right in the time when a lot of kids are getting out getting picked out of school and shit, you feel me? And the ad that come on the radio is the fucking radio station talking about do are you not are you not happy with your ass? Uh would you like to get a little bit more junk in your trunk? They giving away ten thousand dollars, man, for a motherfucker to get them a fake ass, man. You feel me? In the middle of the goddamn day, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, I'm, I'm sitting there listening to the shit. I'm saying, boy, this shit is out of control. You feel me? <laughs> out of control, man. Oh, man, what the fuck? Ten jeans with big ass. Ten jeans. Come on. I can do the crib. And, and, and Not for no business. Bitch, uh, you can't get no money for no business. Cause, cause you got you know, like so. My bad, brother boy. You get that 10 G's for that ass, trust me. Once they know that you accept that money for that ass like that, oh, you're going to be the next hoe rolling down. Trust that. They're going to Hollywood your ass right to the hoe store, to the Hollywood hoe store. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Hollywood well, hoe store. But light was that. Down there with Brother Polite Mill. Yup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with that sister. Yeah, I'll be with a pimp named Polite. But but I think the sad thing, man, is like you see it being marketed to the man. You feel me? You see it being marketed like like do Kim Kardashian, do Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? When Nicki Minaj was first jumping, she was her shit was for the young girls, like. The, you know what I'm saying? That show was like on some Barbie doll shit or something. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. I like, like the goddamn impact. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have the young girls, man, really not thinking, you know what I'm saying, about the fact that their body ain't really filled out yet. So they're going to yeah. get the implant before their body even fill out. You know what I'm saying? Your shit still going to fill out, nigga. Like, this shit just don't look crazy. No. You saying that, and they sent Nicki Minaj right at our kids, right at them. Because when I seen that poster that you did with the fucking lollipop, that was a dual play. Not only was it to appeal to the young girl, but it was to appeal to the pedophile mind. See? That's the appealing to the pedophile mind to make... This adult girl dressed up like the youngest looking thing that you can make her dress up as. That's where they at with that shit. So it's also a point on pedophilia at the same time. So now you get her in there doing that, and the young girls, now they're going to be more susceptible to older men's advances. They're going to want older men. And older women, bro, B. And older women and shit. Mm-hmm. You're going to make the older men. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to also make the older men start, start realizing the ages of these younger girls because now they all look alike. 
They all look alike. You know what I'm saying? They all dressing in the same type of thing. You know, it's certain times I'm, you know, listen. It's certain things that I don't like to see grown women in because I'm just like, yo, listen. You're looking like a child. Yeah, you shouldn't wear that young girl shit. You don't want to be confused with them. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they do because it starts to confuse and you know, it's a play on everybody. I knew the I knew the game was fucked up, man. When I saw old ass women and old ass men pulling up in a ride playing like Nicki Minaj and you know what I'm saying? They're listening to the young people's music and shit, and the music has no message to it. It's just fuckery. You know what I'm saying? And they pulling up. Old niggas, old, old motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? And old women pulling up, listening to little kitty-ass fucking music and shit. Yep, and now they car closing the door like they thinking they hot and shit. This nigga was on his motorcycle and shit. Old-ass nigga. He playing Nicki Minaj. Huh? No, nah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've old niggas out here, man. I said, nigga, you, these niggas is kicking nursery rhymes, nigga. You fucking 63, and you coming out like you hot off the ride and shit. And I'm like, Yo, okay. 63, these niggas 60 years old, 55, 60 years old, riding fucking Harleys with loud-ass systems on them, mm-hmm. and playing, they got motherfucking Panda. Panda. All this shit, nigga. They, them niggas crump dancing. They listen to little Yachty, little Uzi, <laughs> Kodak Black. These niggas playing all this shit. All the, fuck Drake. You know what I mean? See, they ain't even with the Drake and the John Legend, none of that shit. Fuck them niggas. Fuck the Chris oh, Browns. These oh. niggas is listening to straight trap music. These motherfuckers got the trap music playing. He's like, what the fuck? I was seeing this son. It bugs me out, man. It bugs me the fuck out. I, I can yo listen. I'm getting to the age right now where I've already been past, been to that point where I, it's a lot of music that I don't listen to. Period. Just because I'm not, I can't do that shit. It gives me a headache. Certain songs that the little dudes make, I can catch a couple of them. Like I, I, I like that. All right. Um, but majority, I'm listening to different range. So. If I'm going to listen to some hip-hop, I got to listen to shit that's already way old already or people who my age making the music, so then it's still I'm dealing with somebody my age because I can't I can't, I can't be in the mind state of no motherfucking little whippersnapper. These motherfucking microwave-minded people, nah. And then, like you said, you know, I'm going to tell you this. This shit is good. If the shit is good, I'm a rocket. The problem is, ain't none of that shit good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. going to pretend because people acting like, oh, this is the new shit. You know, first of all, I'm not a child. I'm a grown ass woman. That's number one. But number two, I ain't never did no fads any motherfucking way. My shit is about quality. There's some good mm-hmm. fucking music. I'm going to play that shit. If that shit is some trash, it's trash, okay. and I don't give a fuck what age it is. Yep. No, no matter how hot y'all try to make it sound, like, make me sick it is. No matter how many times it come on the radio, if I don't like that shit, I don't like it. It's trash. It's trash. You're right about that, Sister Camille. You're right. Because it ain't that. It ain't that. It ain't that. That's what, nah, nah, and it ain't that. Uh, I think that 
they should be listening to it because how old they is. It's because how uh, garbage the fucking shit is. Like, why did you listen to some bullshit like that? Like, what the fuck? That's why I said ain't no message. there's no message in this shit. It's just like nursery yeah. raps. It's bullshit. Yo, niggas ain't worried about nothing. Man, they ain't worried about nothing. Nigga, ain't Fuck you old as fuck. What the fuck is you doing playing? They ain't worried about nothing. They ain't worried about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me another. Give me like two bars from that song. That's all I know. They ain't worried about nothing. Because that's all I answer that bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this shit. All I know is he say niggas ain't worried about nothing. Man, I ain't worried about nothing. <laughs> Anything more than that, you got these fucks all up. You better kill me. And always say, listen, you better see two verses for that bitch Montana shit. They ought to go ahead and take my head off, baby, because it ain't going to happen. See, I ain't even know who that was, because I don't even fuck with his shit at see, all. I, know I don't even fuck with nobody tell him, like, I done heard a few shit, you know, when he had Jada on and shit. I listened to the cut only for Jada and Styles P. I just want to throw that out there. But that nigga's trash. I would never. First of all, I got a problem with any non-Africans doing my music, my people music. Yeah. You know, because you got on a chain and the whole nine, and, and you rocking the gear the way you think black men rock the gear, young black men in particular. Man, get the fuck out of here. You are a culture vulture. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck yeah. with them. He just a regular hot BB. Okay. You know about a hobby. Pimping That's our good. culture. Yep. A hobby just like DJ Khaled. Fucking hobby. Okay. Yeah. Another one. Huh? Oh, That's Drake another one. Yeah. There's the small hat. The small hat jacket. You know, they had. See, they was just waiting to really break one of their shoes like they really could. Cause remember they. Remember they pushed the Beastie Boys on us? All them Jews. Mm-hmm. They pushed the Beastie Boys on us. They just trying to break a Jew everywhere. Listen, I was, some years back, you know, have y'all ever heard of y'all they got a Jew? Jew from Brooklyn named Matis Yahoo. Y'all ever heard of him? Check. I remember the bullshit. Man, listen. I remember they brought this motherfucker on Hot 97 before. Niggas ain't know who the fuck this is. And they just get this motherfucker to start. He's doing reggae. Fucking Jew from Brooklyn is doing reggae. Son. I'm like, what the fuck? Sit down. Have this shit. What the fuck is all this? Fuck. But this is Matej Yahoo, the doobie doobie doo. Now, when the motherfucker say Jew, I'm not really thinking white. You, I'm, what the fuck? I'm like, damn, this is black Jews. You know what I'm saying? This is some black Jews. I'm saying, what's in this is shit? But I'm like, you know, he sounds kind of weird. I'm like, yo, it's weird to see an American nigga doing reggae. Like, so that's what I'm really thinking. It's an American dude, black, you know what I mean, Hebrew Israelite doing reggae. Goddamn Jew boys. Yo. The Jew boy did this shit. I swear to God, I heard this nigga on Hot 97. No less than three weeks. This motherfucker had been on like three different motherfucking um, live television shows. He had songs with 
about five, six motherfucking reggae artists, man. He's getting broke all over J.A. They breaking his shit. Motherfuckers like, yeah, I'm working with him. I'm working with him. You know, yeah, man, he he cool, man. He cool. Immediate shoo-in. He might still be making fucking music. I'm going to have to check and see. I, I, I'm going to have to check and see. Check and see. Well, again, a hot 90, not hot at all, 97. Uh, the morning show is run by Jews. Rosenberg yeah. is a cracker beast Jew. Ebro is a cracker beast. You know, yeah. maybe a Jew too. Or who the fuck know? You know. Yeah. Listen, I'm telling you, this motherfucker got sweet food. This food fucked out me. Yo, I'm just listening to this shit. Listen to this shit. And quiet is kept, too. A lot of these Arabs, those like French Montana, are Jews, too. Yup. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Oh, he an Quiet-ish. Arab, but a motherfucking Jew. Jew, yup. Yeah. Quiet is kept. Cause even my he's supposed to be from Morocco or some shit, but they are all the same. I don't give a fuck what you say. Now listen, hold up, hold up, hold up. Y'all check this shit out. Check this shit out. Y'all check this shit out. Right there. 
Yeah. I'm gonna tell you your shit. Y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't right enough to be with me. But you doing my shit, right? That's what get me mad with our people, you know, and, and people can say that I'm wrong and I don't give a fuck. But I'm telling you, I never fuck with Eminem. I'm gonna come back. I never fuck with Sean Paul. Because of the fact that they are white, all right? I'm sick and tired of us letting motherfuckers come in and pimp off our shit, but we don't get the same thing in return, okay? I'm glad you said that, Sean Paul, because I thought I was the only motherfucker. I'm like, man, I can't stand that motherfucker's voice. I was like, man, that nigga's not dark enough to be no motherfucking uh, Jamaican, man. He ain't no motherfucking African, man. He's from here. Is he? Yeah, I think the nigga from Long Island. Oh, yeah, that nigga sounds horrible. He sounds fucking horrible when I hear him. I ain't never liked him. Didn't even know he was a cracker. I just knew he was a light guy. I said, nah, this nigga ain't the same with this nigga, dude, bro. Cracker. Yeah, he's garbage. I don't care how nice a cracker could be. I'm not fucking nice with you. No, not doing it. Even M, bro. Eminem ain't nice, man. If you put, if you really take some real MCs, nigga, out the game and put them up against that nigga's not nice, man. Ain't nothing that nigga said. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. This is what really fucked me up about this bitch-ass nigga. Okay, niggas want to start listening to motherfucking bars when it comes to this nigga. I mean, Yo, listen, our right? people's edge. Nah, I just, I never knew, I didn't know, I didn't know Sean Paul no way, but I don't listen to him like that. I seen a little video, I thought that, I said, maybe this motherfucker one of them light-skinned, half-breed, kind of man, black, kind of man, black people down there, some shit. Now, now, Tina told me this motherfucker from Strong Island, I'm all fucked up now, now I'm all fucked up. Well, I'm, I'm like, you know, just give me the light and pass the drugs, nigga. And I wasn't I didn't really listen to all his songs. He had a couple shit just like club like shit that really Yeah, you hit in the club, that's real. Just like yeah, the one you just mentioned. Out. Yeah, the shit bang out. So that's how I, that's what I know about the nigga like if I'm in the house and listening to reggae, I don't go in. Yo, let me get that Sean Paul. Put that nah. Nah, don't no shit like that. Come on. It'd be Bouncy Killer. Goddamn. That's it. I don't want to see any other. Bouncy, Silver. <laughs> That's too many other niggas. I want to go hard. I just go. When I want to listen to reggae, we like, when I want to listen to reggae, I, it, it's something that I might not have. I want to just listen to some shit real quick. I go on YouTube, and all I put in, it's bad man, gunman music. And put that in. And put Ray at the end, and, and, and then all the shit that I know I'm going to like to hear, that's what I'm listening. That's what I I know what I'm going to hear. I'm hearing nothing but good shit. I'm not going to hear none of them songs. Niggas ain't going to be dancing like Sean Paul. They ain't going to be doing none of that. Ain't going to be no Ponder River, Ponder Bounce. <laughs> no Dirty Wine and none of that shit being played. I ain't, I couldn't. I ain't never been able to fuck with no Jean Paul, man. Ever. Now, now I know why. Appreciate it, sis. Yeah, yeah. Now I, know, <laughs> I know why. 
This nigga for long time. Get the fuck out. No, Sister Kameen just blew me with that one. Uh, shit. You know she be doing her homework and shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a serious black guy on whoever them niggas was that was there at mm-hmm. that debate. And clearly, they wasn't real Cali niggas. You know. So no, they wouldn't have did no sex. shit like that. Nah. No fucking A-Rab. Again, he's a cracker. Cracker. He a cracker mm-hmm. out of Canada. Cracker. Hey, did you? Did you? Yo, disaster from California. That cracker disaster is not from California. California. He from California with the fucking. He grew up. I'm saying. I'm saying this because well, from what I know, he from California because he he grew up around the motherfucking daylight. They both they both say that shit. King, I'm gonna send you the motherfucking battle with him and Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Cause Cassidy called a nigga out. They in his hometown in Toronto somewhere in Canada. Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm gonna send this shit right now. No. Hang out. Your boy battled him too. Mm-mm, I got this. No, I got, I got, that I motherfucker got is trash. He is straight trash. He's like the Eminem of steroids, bro. He's the Eminem of steroids. Garbage. He worse than Eminem. Ain't he? That's what I said on steroids. And shit. That nigga got the worst. Yo, you talk about nursery rhymes. <laughs> nursery rhymes. Yo, Doctor <laughs> Seuss is harder. <laughs> bro, this nigga tries to put a whole thesis in one bar, bro. Sounded bad. I hear it. I heard, I heard a dumbass battling T-Rex on URL. I heard a dumbass battling T-Rex. When I heard a battle T-Rex on URL, I said, man, what the fuck? T-Rex, hey, did you see the... Did you see the battle with him and motherfucking cannabis, man? Oh, that was the worst, man. Oh, man. And here's the hip, man. This killed me, man. Cannabis, cannabis didn't even have to rhyme no more, bro. With his first two goddamn, his first two verses, man, murdered that nigga. He could have let that nigga say whatever the fuck he wanted after that. Cannabis hurt him. And then he fucking threw the towel in. I said, Because he didn't man, have his rhymes. Because he didn't have I his fucking rhymes on cap. But bro, That's he, what you he, ain't, he ain't even had to say nothing else. But some first two verses, he murdered that nigga, man. He worked him. He ain't had to do shit else. He could have let that nigga rhyme for the rest of the night. He had him. Because the shit was so... He hit him with so many. Yeah. He had dark. He ain't had to say right, shit else. I wouldn't even went back in my rock. i go ahead and say whatever you want to say. He killed that nigga. And the nigga could have rhymed for the next two hours. Cannabis killed him with just those two fucking verses. He killed him. And then fucked up. Yeah, he wasn't used to that. He wasn't used to that situation. But yeah, Queen, he's from Los Angeles, California. Now he rapped up there, King of the Sky. He do that, but he from Los Angeles. Mhm. Yeah, he was rapping up there, King of the Sky. Yeah, he was rapping up there, King of the Sky. Yeah, he was rapping up there, King of the Sky. Yeah, he was rapping up there, King of the Sky. Yeah, he was rapping with them niggas is doing a spoken word. If y'all ain't got no two turntables in the mic, nigga, y'all not battling. That's to Man. me, that's not battling. If you ain't got no beat, nigga, and you ain't got two turntables in the you gotta have to nigga put some heat on. I'm not about to see I that's spoken word shit. Y'all just basically just being crafty with the motherfucking lyrics. Give me a beat, nigga. You don't need you know what beat. happens. 
Niggas that I know, niggas that I know, you know what? You know what happened, right? I know niggas who can rap and niggas who can't rap, and I know niggas who can ride a beat. They can't really ride, but they can ride a motherfucking beat and make their shit sound good because they ride the beat, right? And another nigga can rap his ass, and another nigga can rap him, but he can't out rap him to that fucking beat that's getting on. Can't out rap him to that beat. But if you turn the beat off and you you and see who got them lyrics. This nigga over here gonna fall to the wayside because he knew how to ride this beat. But the nigga with the lyrics now, his shit gonna sound clean because you want to hear me. There you go, And brother boy, you want point? Because battling, it didn't have no music king. It was a cipher. Yeah, but the nigga might be beatboxing or something, sis. Nigga beatboxing some shit. That could that could have been added in there, but Mm -hmm. I know when I was coming up. You just went like, I got to there. see some niggas. I got like I got to see Buster Rhymes and them niggas battle. Nah, it was a cipher. Yo, you spit your first niggas just going off the top. You battling. Mm-hmm. You're the outside. Yup. Yeah. The two got the nicest shit off the top of their head. Cause like, like I said, a lot of times when we're not, from what I know, a lot of this battles with both both mannerisms is niggas who not. That's why I never like to do a battle with a beat. I never like to do that shit because I knew it was niggas who. If they caught the fucking beat, they gonna ride the hell out that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be uh, thinking of, and I'll have rhymes in my head where I'm battling you. So I'm thinking of different shit in my head that might not go along with the fucking beat. But if I ain't had no beat, nigga, I'm gonna eat your fucking ass up. Because when I'm throwing to the beat, now I gotta think of some shit that's gonna flow with the cadence of the beat instead of be able to give my own cadence. My thing, like, though, when a nigga drops the beat, first of all, you know, it's the difference between just a, a a regular beat and a battle beat. You know what I'm saying? For me. So if a nigga throw the battle beat on, nigga, nigga, it, it, you know what I'm saying? It's a free-for-all, my nigga. If the beat hot, I'm going to be able to rip that shit harder. But the thing, I'm still going off the dome, though. You know what I'm saying? But what the beat does is it gives you a lyrical parameter, nigga. See, you can't just be like, uh, you can't just be speaking without having a format. You know what I'm saying? Now, you, it's like being on a basketball court with no out-of-balance lines without no beat to me. It's like, okay, nigga, the beat might be rap. We both rhyming over the same fucking beat. Let it, let it do what it do, nigga. Lyrically, who going to dominate the shit? You know what I'm saying? Now, but it depends. Like he said, because if you got a nice funk flow, you could have some weak-ass lyrics, but because your flow is nice, you can motherfucking win the crowd. No doubt. I mean, it can go either way. No doubt, with you. But like see, you with said, no music, with no music, it ain't nothing for the person to focus on but your lyrics. No doubt. But see, then for me, if I'm gonna be, and that's the thing too, they're not freestyling, so they they basically just reciting lyrics that they can remember. Ninety percent of the time, they're reciting lyrics that they got that they memorized. So then that right there is another thing. With me, I'm like, those niggas ain't even really going off the dome. And then oh, yeah, with this new shit, with this new era, yeah, you're right about that. This new era is not, because you're getting paid for it and you get time, the reason why it's like that now is because, because of the money aspect. The money aspect makes it say that, hold up, we can't have niggas coming up here and just trying to flip over their shit brand new. We need to try to at least format it so we get the uh-huh. best out of them every fucking time. So we give you, you know, 30, 60 days, you know. Now, listen, you battling this joke in 60 days. 
have your shit tight, have it right, have it ready. You know what I mean? Nowadays, you know, you're saying that I had to fall off of freestyle because when they first started doing the battle rap, if you remember when they first started coming out, it was cats coming to freestyle. You would have cats who had shit already on a cap, and you could tell when they were spitting their shit. But a lot of times it was just cats right then and there spitting whatever the fuck they spit right up the top of their goddamn head. Right at each other. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? But then, like I said, over time, it started to become, the production started to become different. People started really realizing exactly what type of crowd you could draw, what type of money could be made out of it if they format it in a way that they get the best out of every single performer. I think, too, you have um, people that manufactured rappers. That's what I'm going to call mm-hmm. them. Drake mm-hmm. was one of the first manufacturing rappers that I know of that has gotten over. Because when Drake comes, all of a sudden freestyle no longer means off the top. It means your written rhyme and your Blackberry. And I'm saying that because a nigga, when he first came on, not so hot 97, he got exposed. Supposed to have been doing a freestyle with Flex. Flex being the foul motherfucker that he is, and I was glad he was fouling this night. Uh, Drake fucks up, and Flex blows him up. Like, nigga, you reading off your Blackberry? So that now becomes acceptable. Mm. It becomes ex- acceptable for a freestyle now to mean written rhymes. No, and that now, is not it. Who that worked for better? That worked for people that are not naturally astute to this art form, like white people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I ain't never met, and I'm talking about when I was young out here in the street doing this, going to different spots. I never met a white motherfucker that was nice off the top. Now, I heard some write some written rhymes. Yeah. But freestyling off the top, never. They, when they freestyle off the top, they sound like fucking disaster. That's he what ain't even doing that. He's horrible. His shit is written. He's fronting like that. Yeah, that was his shit written, but he, they sound like that. Just cat, hat, bat, scat, black, fat, rap, hat, cat. Pat, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, just, just keep that shit to be, you know, they rock that for about three, four verses, and then they want to bound, down, round, sound, bound, hound, pound, crown, next, <laughs> next, flex, sex, bex, checks, rex, expects, <laughs> Flex. <laughs> then they go to the next fucking prayer and they ride on the Yo, what the fuck is going on here? Like you said, the Dr. Seuss came to hat shit. Like, what the fuck is this motherfucker is doing? This? You know, they, they, they read the motherfucking uh, uh, pickle peppers and how many, how, you know, how much work in the woodchuck, chuck in the woodchuck, good chuck, boy. <laughs> Pick the pipe, pick the pipe, pick the pipe, pick the pipe, pick the pipe. Super high fire. Ah, yeah, I'm saying. 
But yeah, man, like I said, for for the boy, man, I got that this little spo- it's a lot of spoken word going down, man. I'm like I like to hear a little bit of give me with a little drum kick or beatbox or something, man. Give me something I can get a little, you know what I'm saying? And we can go for both. But uh, I I like that shit though. I like the battle rap shit, man. I, I like the ingenuity. I like the I like I like the um they mind. A lot of them come up with some some. some I'm saying you know the the very good concepts. They, mm-hmm. the, the ingenuity, the way that they think, they think oh, that's you know, creative as fuck. Got... It'd be creative as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just you, you just perform. I just seen one. I just seen the boy Briz Wolfstein. Mm-hmm. This yo, this guy. He every time I hear him, every time I hear him, if he don't win, if he don't win, he makes that shit close as hell because he he's just. <laughs> Relentless with how he come at you. Oh man, you talking about disrespectful? Oh man, he's super disrespectful. Oh, he's gonna say something to you that just you just gonna be like, oh man, did you just say that to me about my mom? <laughs> this no, this no. He would say some you know, He said something to this dude, Arsenal, that I could not believe he said that to him. I could not believe he said that to him about this boy mother and then stop and say, you hear me? <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> what? I said, did he say that? Um, yo, that's what he said. He said, yo, he said, you can't sell draw about putting the raw in Briz Rothstein. He said, yo, he said, no, you can't sell draw without putting the raw in it. You can't spell draw without putting the raw in it. If you heard I fucked your girl, I probably was raw in it. It's fucking crazy. It was so funny, though. The way his whole, his whole demeanor up there on the thing, it's all, you can tell it's all sport for It's all funny games, but he's serious. He's on that shit, man. I, I, I love these new dudes. I love it. I love it. I, I, no, no. I like it. They ain't, it ain't out trying to kill nobody. It just make me it take me back to back in the day how shit was for me with hip hop. Yeah, that's why I, I fuck with it. I, I was fucking with this before it became a big thing on YouTube because we had the videotapes out. This shit been going yeah. on for a very long time around here. Yeah, we had the videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see the. You know what I mean? We see the videos on the street. That's why. That's why I'm saying like back in the day you could see the freestyles. Yeah. If you caught the videos, you knew niggas was freestyling. When niggas ain't had no time to write that shit, nigga, you better drop it right now, nigga. Yo, niggas in fat beats, in record stores, battling. Yep. Somebody recording the shit. Yup. It's like, what? We going out here, going to battle, man. Get this shit right. Word. The fat beats. Okay. No, I cut you off, King. It wasn't nice. No, I just said, I just remember that, you know, they weren't setting them up. They weren't doing it where it was like, oh, you know, all the best rappers, all the best battlers come down. But it wasn't like no shit where you knew who you was going to battle exactly, where you had time to check. Because, like, these niggas nowadays, oh, they, listen, they ain't fucking background checking. Oh, these niggas is like the motherfucking CIA on a nigga, man. These niggas go all in your background, find all out. I see niggas pull niggas' paperwork out on another nigga's daddy. We got the paperwork, nigga. Your father is signed, nigga. Your father is snitched, nigga. You're right. We got his paperwork. I see niggas pass niggas' paperwork out to the crowd. 
pass niggas paperwork out to the crowd. I say, nigga, go get a nigga who punched another nigga in the face and chased him with a gun that wasn't loaded. Bring the nigga on the stage. He said, no, swear to God, he ain't chased you with that gun that wasn't loaded. Man, swear to God. Hold up. I think he's going to say that shit. I said, what the fuck? So he's right here, right now. And the nigga walk out on the stage like what? I said, oh, my God. These niggas are crazy. I saw that. I saw that shit, bro. <laughs> Back in the day, battling, you wasn't an MC if you wasn't down to bat. You feel me? Okay. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You wasn't real. And, in fact... If you wasn't down to battle, you could never come back around calling yourself an MC or a lyricist. You know what I'm saying? You straight get punked out with the bullshit. And it was a beautiful thing. It really was because it was about flexing your skills. You took pride in your art form. And that's what the whole battling thing was about. Mm hmm. Yo, right now, I can, you know, even if I told you right now, somebody was like, yo, man. You need to kick some lyrics, man. You know, look, hold up. I ain't going to kill myself a copy if I can't kick no fucking lyrics. Well, I'll tell young boys that right now. I'll tell young boys that right now. We just told my favorite rapper. I'm like, yo, what? Man, go ahead and kick some. I'll battle you right now. Come on now. That's a real G right there, brother boy. Right now. Come on, man. Kick that shit. I'll battle you right now. I want to see where you at with it. You want to see where you at with it, man. I don't mind. Especially, I don't mind rapping with no beat. I'm going to kill you with no fucking beat. I'm going to kill you. You're going to need a beat to think of the shit you got to say. I ain't going to need no beat. I'm going to eat your fucking food, say all type of shit that you never would have thought I would have said to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hit them kids like that, man. You talking about you're a rapper, man? Go ahead, man. Let's see, man. How about you right now? Kick some. Let me hear the lyrics, man. You ain't got no lyrics and you ain't no, I don't care. I'm not, you, know, you ain't no rapper. You ain't no rapper. So they, so they say, ah, man, hold it, man. I just, ah, you, come on, man. You ain't no rapper. That's bullshit right there. Saying <laughs> 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 uh, that, I have my little, my little cousin, man. Me and this went down south. I went down south to my brother, little brother, brother, man. This be in the car for about 45 minutes battling. <laughs> Ballet going to the park. We going back and forth, back and forth, ride for ride. <laughs> oh man, it was fun though. It was fun. I think the nigga stole one of my rhymes though. I said, nigga, when he said it, I said, nigga, hold it up. Then you had to hear me say that shit before, son. <laughs> say no fucking way. <laughs> you know what? You gonna think of that shit right there? That's my shit. I use that. I use that little scheme when I. When I'm, when I'm riding or something, I can't get no weird. That's my little shit. I throw in there real quick and keep it moving. Every good battle rapper got that. You know, it ain't, you don't got no whole bunch of bars that you got dialed up, but you got a little quick crossover for just in case you get caught up. You boom. <laughs> so you keep this shit moving. And see, an MC going to know you. You're going to know your lyrics. You're going to know your lines. You're going to know the words that you use and if somebody done ripped you. See, I myself, I never, um, like, I ain't never have, like, a rhyme in my head or nothing like that. But battling other sisters, and even when I was the only sister around, like, I ain't never have a problem spitting. Even if I was a little off that night, nothing stopped me. That's what you do. You don't have to say enough. No. You got to make your way through it. 
That's the only way you get better. You got to go through that shit. You got to go through the fire, man. Shit, I'll, I will acknowledge that I'm raggedy and then come back with some fire. Right after I say, yeah, it's just a little off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Y'all get to hold up. Give my, catch my shit off. Here I go. I got it. <laughs> I got y'all now. Now I'm ready. Ah, man. But shit, family, that's, that's, uh, and one thing, though, is that, it, you know, it let them put together somewhere they can start to be prosperous because there's a lot of hustlers and casuals like that, you know what I mean? It took those who, once with, with that drug dealer era, it took them and gave them something else, you know what I mean? A different hustle. Ache. Yes, it did. And, again, our creativity. Because that caused men in particular, young men, not grown men, young men putting clothes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Clothing lines, everything. It gave them an avenue to do a lot of different stuff that they have never, they might not have never been into. Exactly. Hip-hop. You know, and I forgot, back in the day, heads used to sew and put little fly shit on their gear. Yeah. We the reason why Gucci is Gucci right now. Quiet as motherfucking kept. Louis Vuitton right now. Dapper Don, hip-hop made dumb label shits popular, but we was making our own shit. We was getting the material, sewing our own shit up. Making your own shit, man. And that's where, yo, you right. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for the streets, the streets made the shit hot. So now Come the on streets now. made it hot. It wasn't the rappers didn't make shit hot. The streets made it hot, and the rappers stole it from the streets that were where it was popping at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it was niggas in the hood. It was niggas in the hood who looked fresh. Fucking, if you go back and look, man, niggas was dressing like motherfucking cornballs. You know what I mean? When rappers was. Hood niggas looking like hood niggas. Like you said, niggas had Louis on, niggas Gucci duck. Super motherfucking chains on these was fresh MCM. on a regular basis. Remember yeah. MCM? Come on now. Yeah. Niggas had their cars hooked up with the shit of leather seats and they BMW. Exactly. All they shit laced BMW. up. Yeah, exactly, y'all. Listen. Niggas had BMW with MCM rag tops on the motherfucker. <laughs> niggas put rags on it, all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Suzuki, remember the niggas had Suzuki Jeeps at that time. Okay yeah. now. All right. Niggas put Louis Vuitton all in that shit. Gucci all in that. Well, I had a fucking little uh, Suzuki Jeep with that shit in there. With some goddamn Gucci, blue and, blue and white. No, MCM, blue and white. Okay, MCM goddamn seats in the motherfucker. Mom got a fucking little brown Bronco with, with the Louis Vuitton shit in there. So that's what niggas did. They did that shit. That damn made all the suits, all your, all your wears. You know what I'm saying? You go get, he was buying the fabric. He was buying the material and just making niggas shit from the Louis Vuitton shit, MCM shit. All that shit looking look at fly and made it, made it popular, made it pop culture. Mm-hmm. Made and that the shit, shit wasn't pop crazy. Culture. The prices wasn't crazy either. And then what ended up happening, like where I'm at and shit, heads, if you didn't want to go up there to home and get your shit, you had somebody around the way that was a dapper damn knockoff. He could yep. so hook your shit up and anything. Yeah, I'll hook you up with the same shit. Because you can see the hustle. They say, oh, shit, wait a minute. I can do that shit, too. 
They get the velour sweatsuit and just take a cut some pieces and put some shit right on the motherfucking floor sweatsuit. Chat, that's real. That's Meanwhile, it. your velour sweatsuit is Gucci out on your pockets and shit. Yup, yup. You can put a little Gucci <laughs> behind down the most fucking leg. That's it, my Gucci on the back. Blue jeans. You good. Have your name on your shit and everything. Used to be fly. And it was all black. You know how they say we don't buy black? Well, that was black buying black. <laughs> we came up with our own shit, like on some real shit. No doubt. I'm with you. The, the so fucking... Now, now you're saying that, right? Now what happened is, see, the streets used to influence what we did. Now we allow the media. See, black people, we still fuck with TV, but we still knew that we need to influence our own shit. That 80s, early 90s era, then it started to get, it started to get, it really just got took over. Media started to control then, because remember, the rappers started trying to look like the niggas in the streets. Then over time, the people in the streets start trying to look like the rappers. Because... Niggas in the street, they start wearing that tight shit. Rappers start wearing it. Then niggas start wearing it. It wasn't the streets. The streets didn't do that because who in the streets would actually be dumb enough, be dumb enough to put on a tight-ass pair of motherfucking pants, man? Who the fuck is that dumb to try to wear a fucking tight? You can't be on the block hustling shit with a motherfucking skin-tight I put the fuck the um, ballerina pants on and shit. You can't be out there like that. Well, you can't. It's no way. It's no way. It's no way. You would have never thought to do that because you would have known that this is not going to help you, man. When you go hide, you can't even hide nothing, man. You, this is where you hit all your cracks. You can hide your pistols, all that within the layers of clothes that you got on. You can hide that in the size of the shit you're wearing. They can't tell if you got nothing because your clothes so big because everybody got something. All right, don't nobody got nothing. Tell me. Lord said, nowadays, it's, you know, and you can see all these niggas over there, little tight-ass pants on, hanging off their ass, and there's the one nigga over there with the bigger shirt on with the pants pulled all the way up on his waist. That's the nigga with the gun right there. Get it. Yeah. Get it. Get it. You stand out like a sword. No, we know these niggas ain't got no guns. They, I see they punk panties. These niggas got on food and loons. <laughs> these niggas wear food and loons with tights on, with, with, with tight T-shirts, with V-necks on, so we can see everything they got. See, this nigga heartbeat. You know? <laughs> you, nigga? You, nigga, what you doing over there? Get that nigga right there with the big pants on, with the, yeah, him, 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 with the nigga with the pants up. You know what I'm saying? Nigga with the pants pulled up, get him. That's how you, you know, I used to always, I used to go by, and I'm going to tell you, I'll walk by, and I always watch the people with pants up on their waist. Because they got to hold his gun. And you can't hold your gun with your fucking pants way the fuck all down, hanging low. You can't do it. That's just a word to the wise when you're walking around. Y'all remember when the rayon shits came in? 
niggas is rocking a little round joints and shit, brand newbie type shit. Yeah, the brand newbie type shirts. Yeah. See? But that shit still was big as baggy. No doubt, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? That shit was still big as baggy. You know, because, you know that's when they started dressing, you know, they were changing it up. They were trying to change it up for the sweatsuits and so they started trying to act, you know, that's when the preppy started, started just really trying to go back to the button-down shirts and shit like that and collars on their shirts and shit. Because it was sweatshirt era before that. Niggas wore sweatshirts, T-shirts, sweatshirts, fucking sweatsuits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Track suits, all different kinds of shit like that. No doubt. And the camouflage. I used to yeah. do that. Woo. I remember I saw this older brother, I swear. But he was fine. Yo, you know why the older brother was fine? Because he was dressed like a brother in my age, but he was so flowered. He had on a baby blue camouflage suit. Matching sneakers. Co- color coordination was superb. Like, yo. Oh, yeah, you know. The OG, you know. <laughs> the OG, I didn't see what's going on. Yeah, yo, he had a motherfucker going on that day. Whoever that brother was, whoever that OG was. Yeah, you should put together that day. Did he not? Yeah, yeah, now the camouflage there, that, that, that era came in, because, like, the camouflage era was right there on the same time as Grand Nubian. That was the same mm-hmm. time. There was the Doss effects and all that shit right there was also in there, and it was just like, yo. It was. It was camouflage, caulkinized, caulkinized jeans, was rocking there. It was like the end of the cross-color era. Cross-colors was there, but it was like, eh. Niggas don't know about cross-colors no more. Nigga, caulkinized shit is looking more fresher. Niggas start running with the flannels and shit. Little class flannels. The little lumberjacks and shit. Lumberjacks. See, now the lumberjacks was it. Oh, no. That was around the time, too. Yeah, now the lumberjacks well, lumber was, was came a little bit earlier than that. Uh, lumberjacks. Yeah, I had a lumberjack. That was, you know what I mean, way back when I had the red and black lumberjack. I had a red and black lumberjack, too. Okay. I ain't had no hat with me. But I had the lumberjack. And that was like 80, that was like 87, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like 87. 87, the lumberjack. 87, 80, 88, like 87, man. No, matter of fact, that might have been earlier than that. 80. But, yeah, like 86, 87, the lumberjack. Because the lumberjack and the fucking leather and the leather goose down coats and shit like that, they like the bombers, all that shit hit about the same time. And the bombers and all that shit, that, that had to be like 86, man. That was, that was the leather bombers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 because the bombers came out before niggas started wearing the goose down coats. Because then it went from the bomber to the goose down. And from then on, it was always, niggas always had to have some goose down in their motherfucking coat. From then on. <laughs> yeah. It was. I didn't ever, you know what I'm saying now, right? Niggas had the bombers, right? I had a blue bomber, the leather bomber. I had the blue bomber with the motherfucking hood, with the fucking fur on the hood and shit. You know what I'm saying? And my brother gave to me. And this nigga, and then the niggas started wearing leather gooses. That's what everybody wore, the leather gooses with either the V on that shit. It looked like a V. Like the leather was cut like, you know what I mean? They had the stitch in it where it looked like a bunch of Vs on the shit. Or you had the one that is just 
It was like just like a bubble all around. Look like the today. It looked like the day bubble coat that cats be wearing. And them shits came out. And that's when niggas started wearing that shit with the, all the fur and shit. Niggas had a little fox fur and all type of shit, collars on these shit. But that was like, that's what I'm saying. That was like, see, that's what I'm saying. That's how I know it was like 1991 when that shit came in because not 89, 89, 90, because that was Slick Rick, Big Daddy Kane shit. That was Slick Rick, Big Daddy Kane shit. You know what I'm saying? And if you look at self-destruction, you probably see a nigga with one of them leather gooses on. And as a matter of fact, Kane had the long shit in self-destruction with the fur on the on the side. Okay. But that was that. That was with that era right there. The lumberjacks was right before that. The lumberjacks was before that, not after. No doubt, no doubt. At least around here, I don't, you know. Yeah. Around this way, around these parts over here. Mm-hmm. Like, what year did Boys in the Hood come out? Mm-hmm. Boys in the Hood is always hard. 90-something. 90, 90 I think that was like 92. Yeah, 92. Mm-hmm. That's about when the time the numbers start popping around in the early 90s, about the 90s, around over over here. They... Matter of fact, Run DMC, Run got on with them leather coats. I can remember mm-hmm. it now. He had a black one on. I can see it in the fucking video. I don't know what video it was. Hey, I think the bomber era was before that, bro. B. First it was the bombers, then it was the lumbers, bro. Uh, I'm not I'm talking about a leather okay. bomber jacket. I'm talking about a leather right, right. Yeah, I'm talking about not the not the like not the aviator like bomber jacket. I know what you're talking about, not that type of shit. I'm talking about the leather it was it was called the leather bomber. And it was short. It was like, you know what I'm saying? It was the shit went to your hips. Like, no doubt. No doubt. Huh? Nah, I said no doubt. At least that's what we call them. That's what we call them, bombers. It was the motherfucking bombers. Then right after the bomber came out, niggas went straight to the goose. Triple goose. Yeah, triple. You know what I mean? Niggas went to the goose. It was like the leather gooses, then niggas, yeah, niggas started wearing the triple fats and all that. But the triple fat goose was after the leather shit because the leather shit was, was what niggas wanted. And then it was like, if you couldn't get the leather shit, and then the leather shit was just so expensive, it was just like, yo, we need something else. Then the triple fat gooses was just out. Then everybody had the long, all different type of triple fats, all different types of them shits. That era never left. That type of coat, the goose shit never left. Because the niggas just changed the names of it from Helly Hands, North Faces, the Bears. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's all that, that's all that really changed right there. But the name of the name of the people who manufactured that shit. Because that shit was just a warm-ass coat. After that, niggas like, no, fuck that. This is a warm-ass coat right here. No. Uh, shit. I should keep you right. So I got a North Face right now. I don't even wear the shit. I don't even wear it because it be too hot. <laughs> I'm like, this shit be too fucking hot. I'm like, 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 I'm like
And yeah, my son, you got to wear the shit. You can wear it. The shit actually some type of shit that you can wear in the winter, son, with like a T-shirt on. Put that shit on. It could be 20 degrees outside. Trust. Put 20 degrees outside. You can put a tank top on and put that fucking North Face on and zip that shit up tight. Son, you're not going to be cold huh. at all. Now, you're not going to be cold. And motherfucking shit, that shit keep warm. It keeps them warm. You got a motherfucking nice 800, 800 fucking North Face? Hey, you good. Exactly, for the winter. Now, I got a, I think much of a 600. Well, this one's a 600 right here. I got a 600. Well, shit like that. Boy, what a world we in now. Listen, man, all our people that got scared, Trump in office, our people scared that the law coming to get them, everybody is running, hiding. Y'all, listen. Don't get scared now. Don't get scared now. You know, we just want to tell y'all, that, that, you know what I'm saying? Look, he, he's trying to get it that everybody in every state can have a concealed weapon. Trying to erase it that if you're a felony, if you're a felon, that you can't have a weapon. They're trying to get it so you can get you some guns. You know what I mean? I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. No? Me and God, oh, I'm happy about that. Another thing, um, let me see. No, nah, I'm not mentioning niggas. Got <laughs> um, this crazy ass, uh, you know. Once again, these brothers see that, uh, you know, what I'm saying they see they they following the Sinetta blueprint, uh, 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 you know, debating over bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You seen this this new one finna come up? I'm ignoring that. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. I know where he. I know what you're about to say. I'm straight ignoring that. I'm ignoring the debate. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What are they talking about? What are these niggas talking about? I don't know. I'm, I'm you know, uh, uh, Malik Zulu Shabazz and first Dr. Cornell West. So, what the, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? The Malik Zulu's your bad <laughs> and Dr. Cornell West. Well, debate what? Yeah, man. Should, should we uh, be talking about revolution or, or uh, what the defeat? What the, oh, what hell no. Hell you know no. that's a setup, right? Yeah. Hell no. Y'all automatically. Automatically, nigga, what the fuck? Listen, that's not no debate to be had on no public platform. Okay. If you debating that, if you debating that seriously with a intent for freedom for your people, it's not a debate to be had on no motherfucking public forum in order to put a flyer out for or agenda on what the fuck is going on. with two, eight, like, real talk, this is agent. This is infiltration on the highest fucking level. I say, that's exactly you, what it you is. You know, okay? Fucking Coon Cornell West. And as far as I'm concerned, one of the assassinators, conspirators in the murder of Dr. Khalid Muhammad, the Coon Malik Shabazz. Straight up, this is a setup. Anybody that is African in their right mind, don't show up. Please understand there's cameras that you are not going to see getting your name and everything. 
Ain't no way this motherfucker should be able to stand before any of us without having to deal with Dr. Khalid Muhammad. All right? The mm-hmm. Queen had brought this up when she had the celebration, the event that she had for Dr. Khalid Muhammad. She had um, hit somebody in the head with asking them had they read the report. So when she said that, I said, shit, you know, I ain't read that shit yet. Well, I finally did. Yo, I wish I didn't. That shit is horrific. That shit is so fucked up. Yep. It shouldn't be no no group right now called New Black Panther. All that shit should be, have been dispensed. Once you read that shit that they put out, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, yo. Yo. And I got a question for Saw Shitty. The last speech that Dr. Khalid Muhammad had, you could already see uh, the dissension between the traitors amongst him. Because only three people showed up that was supposed to be New Black Panthers at the last lecture he gave here in New York that Friday before he was murdered, after he left here after that weekend. Now, you were supposed to have been, uh, you was there with Dr. Khalid Muhammad, as you like to say, and you was down with him the whole thing. Well, my nigga, why wasn't you there that day then? Oh. Real shit. Or was you one of those ones that was down with Khalid? I mean, down with Malik Shabazz and why yep. he didn't show up? I see, that would explain why he would let him sneak back in. So, you know what I'm saying? Because if you remember the interview with he had with, Dr. With, with Malik, where he was supposed to be asking him those serious questions, where he didn't ask him none. He didn't ask him none. You feel me? He let the man slide. Let the man goddamn me pretty much do the interview in the way he wanted to do the interview type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These are questions that need to be asked on some real shit, you know, because you quick to talk about how you was there with Dr. Khalid Muhammad and you was down with his chapter in New York. Well, my nigga, was you there that day? Or were you, again, I'm throwing out here, were you one of those black people that he was talking about in Harlem that was working with the racist Giuliani administration to get rid of those Africans that were selling their goods up on 125th? Mm. Mm. That might have been why you wasn't at that last lecture he gave. I mean, that would make sense, shit. He's the only one out there now, right? One of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I, I look at it like how you say, Queen, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 uh, it's repeated, like, cycles or, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can see the strategy that they use. They, they use it over and over. You feel me? As far as you know, nigga fuck over us as a community or or he's uh you know what I'm saying, looked at like like niggas start looking at him funny and shit, like nigga you you know what I'm saying, we think you have something all they goddamn do is move him out of the spotlight for a little bit. Just get out of the spotlight for a couple of months. We're gonna bring you back. You know what I'm saying? And this shit kill us every goddamn time. Check. 
like ain't nothing happened. And that's crazy to have Coon Cornell West. Cornell West. Wow. Cornel you know, West. Dr. Ben and Dr. Clark couldn't stand that motherfucker. But you remember that Cornell West was there when they had the march, the, the, the convention for the oppressed or whatever the fuck that shit was called in, in Cleveland. You know, they just had that shit just last year. You talking you know about the barbecue? The, the shit with uh, Malik. Yeah, Corny West was with him at this and, thing. And, and yeah. Brother Polite. Yeah, y'all been with Corny West, Brother Polite, Boise Watkins, Jeannie, Yeah, yeah, Zulu, all them Negroes was out there. All of them, man. It was all of them. Yeah, they just was, was, it was all good about a week ago. (laughs) They, They trying to make moves on us. But this is different, and I'm so glad that they don't know that. And I ain't going to explain how it is different. Those of us that understand, understand. It's different. All right? I am my mother's child, but I'm not my mother's child. I say I don't know, man. Whenever I see all that shit, man, that should just be like, just like it just seemed like a bunch of shit to just be taking us around in the circle, man. Like even with that, you know, Malisha Bad and Brother Polite, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all that shit just is to me, man. It's just like some bullshit to just got us away from the focus. You know what I'm saying? Get us all focused and shit. True. But that's the job of uh, an agent by proxy. Goddamn right. You know, sometimes I don't even know if it's a conscious thing. It may be a subconscious thing, you know, because of the work that we learn, or I've learned from Dr. Amos Wilson about, you know, the programming we got. We got that white defense mechanism in our psyche that will kick in to try to fuck shit up. Anything that anything that we're doing to end our oppression by our white enemies, that white defense mechanism in our psyche is in place to kick in to stop that. Mm-hmm. And for, I don't know if this is an attack or or to say you don't need SETI, you know, why you would stoop so low as to bring a goddamn, yo, he might as well have Skip Gates. I mean, you know, Clarence Thomas, (laughs) you know, he might as well. But I'm not surprised because this is the same platform that gave life to the fucking he fools that gave life to the motherfucking yeah. more fools. You know what I'm saying? This is what he has done. 
is today I hear more. Oh, man, I have never seen this many Hebrew Israelites in my life, man. You feel me? As I have in the past few months, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, man. You know, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like, you know, a lot of them came from that same platform. You know what I'm saying? They're getting that from that same thing. And when you look at their platform, you're looking in the face. That shit just making it easy for a nigga that wanna, you know what I'm saying, wanna uh somewhat be black power but don't wanna lead the church type shit. So it's much easier for the for the niggas to go that way. You know what I'm saying? The shit's detrimental, man, to the people, man, when them niggas out there pushing that line. Pushing that line particularly, you feel me? Chat, I you brought up something that I think is important, you know, and um, I heard Fetty speaking on this not too long ago, and I appreciate the fact that he stay on that, that, you know, it, it, there is no he fool RBG. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no Christian black power. It's either one or the other. And you don't, the Christian doesn't have to feel that way, but I do, you know, Nobody makes allowances for the African first, second, and third. I say, I say, they ain't allowed, they ain't bringing us into none of that shit, you know what I'm saying, or, or trying to, you know what I'm saying, get, get, get the information we disseminate, getting it out. They not trying to do that. Oh. So why should I? You know what I'm saying? That That's the same shit. That's that, that's that to me, that's like an integration philosophy. An integration mindset. You give up everything of yours while the other person keep their shit, and, and that's the only way we can work together. Mm-hmm. I got to accept you accepting an anti-African philosophy. I got to accept you seeing our enemy as your God, because that's really what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. And so if I don't accept that, then I'm 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 the one practicing disunity. That's how I was painted. I'm being the one that I don't want unity with my people because I don't want to accept your religions of perversion because I got a problem with that religion being used in all my offer, justifying it and all kind of other shit. So I, I'm wrong for feeling that way in the name of unity. Well, I'm going to have to be wrong. I'm going to have to stay wrong. And with this, I side with SETI 100%. My my bad. I'm up here talking with them, staying on mute. But, uh, you know, we got a young brother right there that's in the class, you feel what I'm saying, that he loved Marcus Garvey, man. He loved the you and I hate the goddamn red, black, and green. You feel me? Every every picture he draw, he want to outline with the red, black, and green. You know what I'm saying? He want to, uh, you know, make the make the little out borders red, black, and green. You feel me? And, 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 and man... It's kind of kind of sad a little bit because the young brother, the young brother daddy is a Hebrew Israelite. You feel me? 
And so when the young brother take his work home, you know, his daddy his daddy really uh really is is not liking the red, black and green shit all over his shit. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So he 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 shooting shit at the sun, but you know the sun want to keep doing his red, black and green shit. You feel me? He 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 feeling the market garbage. You know what I'm saying? And, That's crazy. And, yeah, it's crazy. You feel me? It's crazy. Brother, you gotta help me understand how is somebody that is with the religions of perversion bringing a child to a school that is anti the system that the religions of perversion sprung forth. Because that child is gonna there's gonna be a a, a, a dichotomy happening in that child's yeah, psyche. A, co- a conflict, you're right. What? And that's, that's what's happening and, and this is what's crazy is because But why is he even there this, though? This, if if he's not black but, pa- like help me understand, this, brother. This is what's crazy to me, right? Is is the young brother been there longer than damn near everybody else in the in the in the school. You feel me? He was one of the first he was one of the first students. You feel me? And he been there with him like three, four years now. So so you feel me, he been through this school through pretty much his whole schooling. You feel me? And I mean the young brother is a damn genius. You feel me? A fucking genius. Do you hear me? It should be breaking my heart to see, to hear what he's telling me. You feel me? Because, I mean, what am I going to tell him? Do You know what I'm saying? I tell him, this is what I do tell him. I tell him, man, sometimes you got to you gotta stand up for, for things you believe in. You feel me? So if you, if you believe in it that strong, you're going to have to hold your line. You know what I'm saying? But it's just it's just fucked up though. You feel me? The whole shit is fucked up. Well, this sounds like it. It, it, it. That's an interesting problem right there, and I think it goes back to what I like. I said I just heard Seti speaking on. You know, <laughs> it ain't gonna work. It's just not going to work. There is not going to be any unity with us as a people when our ideologies are different. Okay? And I don't even want to call it, a, I don't even know if I, I, I don't even feel comfortable saying ideology when it comes to the religion thing because it's like, you know, it's it's more than just an ideology. For it's, it's, it's much deeper than that. Hell fucking yeah. Yeah. So if my whole stance is to destroy that, how we gonna on some real shit? How we gonna build? Mhm. You know, uh, you know, I, I agree with you, sister. You know what I'm saying? But I also feel like we have to figure out the answer to that. You feel me? Like, it cannot be where we just say, you know, fuck it. You feel me? We have to, uh, you know what I'm saying? We have to figure out a uh, a way we can handle this. You know what I'm saying? I, I think to, I have a way, brother. I, I, well, I, I, I have a way, but 
general and other people and, and drop that. Brother, because we got to hold the motherfucking line. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we done did enough of this going in motherfucking circles. I mean, damn, Dr. Khalid and them had 1994 Black Unity, mm-hmm. where everybody come together, whether you're a Christian, Muslim, whatever, we coming together under being black. And what did that end up with? Seven years later, him being assassinated, right? But you know what I you know what I see though, Queen. I see that it it it, it takes a it takes a certain level of uh it takes a certain level of of a revolutionary spirit just to have your kids in our class in the first fucking place. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that, maybe not. It, I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't know well, what your well, intentions are. This why, this why I say that. This why I say that, right? Because for a kid to even get to us, their parent has already said that, you know, the, the public school system is 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 not the uh, best way for uh, for my kid, and they've also said that that private schools and and charter schools and all this shit. Still at the best way, either. They've said that that I would like my kids to have African centered teaching. You feel me? Just for them to get to us in the first place. You see what I'm saying? Like, like that takes a. You, you see what I'm saying? That takes a certain level of 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 uh, I guess awareness or you see what I'm saying? Just to get to us. Just to get to us in the first place, you see what I'm saying? I suppose. Oh, so. If it's the person that I think you're talking about, they got there because of their relationship with the person. You feel me? Uh, the person that's running the school. It's it's not that school, Queen. If you talk about, you know, what I'm saying. I'm talking about because, by my means. No, no, it's not. You know, I, we don't, we, we not do that school. You feel okay. me? Even though it's your love and Because he gave the story, you know, remember he came on here and told us about his, his religion person. or perversion. Yeah. yeah. Who's nah, Sonny? Nah. Oh, okay. We're a whole different, whole different thing. You feel me? Okay. Even okay. though we show our utmost love and respect to the brothers and what they're doing out there. You see what I'm saying? But we, you know what I'm saying? We're just a whole nother kind of, uh, you, you see what I'm saying? We're a whole nother. It's African centers teaching still, you feel me? But uh, I don't know. Like, we're just a, another way of doing it, I guess. Oh, I, I don't know how to explain it, you feel me? But not, they're, they're, not, they're, not, uh, they're not affiliated in that in that aspect. You know what I'm saying? I respect I, I agree with you. It do take a certain awareness and it is a revolutionary act to pull your children out of the enemy school system and to bring them to be taught in an African centered school by Africans. True indeed. But it does not still deal with the uh, mental enslavement and the severe mental enslavement of the parent of that child. Mm-hmm. 
You're fucking right. Because it's you know, not the camera that's right. coming in to make sure they get that information too, right? Well, you're exactly right on that. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I mean, one thing we had realized, man, you know what I'm saying, is that goddamn, you know, you you know, you can't just teach the kids, you know what I'm saying, because the goddamn parents got there, me, they, you feel me? Like a lot of times our kids go home telling the parents about shit they don't learn in class, and the parents don't really know what the fuck, you feel me? Like, kind of really clueless to what the fuck, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? So we do realize you have to teach the parents also, you know. Um, at our particular place, you know, it's a homeschool co-op, so, you know, uh, the, the parents actually, you know what I'm saying, come up there, you know, help out with the school and shit. You feel me? Now, this particular dude, I've never really seen the uh, the Hebrew Israelite guy. He he worked and shit. You know, I've never really seen him. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, of course, the kids gone. He got three kids in the school. You feel me? You know, they're going to be heavily influenced by, by what's going on. You see what I'm saying? Heavily. You feel he, don't me? Fuck, he know he know good enough so the Hebrew Israelite, he crazy, but he ain't. He, but because he a Hebrew Israelite, he don't trust the fucking school system because he know that's run by the crackers. He better off. I'm better off with my kids with black people than just sitting them at the school with these motherfucking crackers. Is that, is that type of nigga like that? Um, it I, I can like probably say that, maybe. I can probably say that. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? But you have to also include that, that it's the African-centered teaching. It's African-centered education that you know that from the jump. You feel me? So, yeah. So, I mean, he would understand that his kids are yeah. coming in here learning it from African perspective. Anyway. Not Hebrew is light or no shit from that. You know what I'm saying? Not from no. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know he has to understand that. Yeah, he know that. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, no doubt. That's what I'm saying here. You sometimes you gotta concede one thing or the other. Now would you rather concede that your motherfucking kid is is after the motherfucking crack is is just following behind white folks? Or would you rather concede that at least they're getting black teachings about black people doing black shit? Mm. Mm-hmm. You gonna have to you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. But at the same time now, on another level, again, where I'm at with it, my whole point is to destroy our enemies' religions of perversion. So where am I going to find common ground with an African that's caught up in that shit? I take offense to it. Not to the African, but I take offense to the religion of perversion, how it came about, what it has done to us as a people. Like, I, I mean, I, 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 I. No, but this is this is thing, Sister Camille. It's like, all right, now, I will, um, now, if we were bringing your kids into a Hebrew school. No, I'm not talking about the school now. I'm talking about, I'm dealing with the parent now. We, I'm dealing with adult to adult now. I'm moving this out of the school now. And I'm dealing with the concept of unity between African adults. Oh yeah, ain't no, I, I ain't gonna unify with you. I'm always teach your baby. I ain't trying to unify with your ass. You the motherfucking crazy Christian, crazy Hebrew, and all that shit. I ain't, I'm not looking for that. You know what I'm saying? I like, I, I you know, it's vague. 
If we're going to unify, it's definitely, it's definitely going to be a hard line that we're going to have to draw. That this is where the fuck we unify that. Anything, I can't because there's no way you can just deal. You can't deal with no motherfucker who still religious, especially religious. Like, I can't lie, man. You still a Christian, Hebrew. You're going to, because that shit going to come up and you're going to try to put that shit on me. There's no way that Jehovah, Yahweh, whatever, that nigga going to come up and be trying to get taught of whatever the fuck going on because that's what you got to do as a fucking Hebrew. You got to let him in. So, I don't know. It'd be hard for me to work with one. I don't know, Sister Camille. And this is what Seti was talking about. Mm-mm. You know, it, it is a recipe for disaster. If if, if we're coming together as a, as a people, understanding we got a commonality, we got a common enemy, and we have a common commonality that we're family. We have a shared history, shared identity. Ain't no way. Mm-hmm. But I also have to say, though, like I said, man, you feel me? Okay, look, you know, we feet on the ground, right? So, you know, we, we hold a hard line, you know what I'm saying, compared to, you know, a lot of the other people out here. You feel me? A lot of, especially a lot of the other mm-hmm. brothers, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that that's that's out here. You know what I'm saying? They they trying to do the best they can with or whatever, but you know, they, they just looking for it. They just they just on their search, on their journey, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Now of course, you know, we, we don't have no kids in the school, you feel me? But we are teaching your kids. You know what I'm saying? So right there, you already have a uh, automatically uh, influence. You know what I'm saying? Right there, heavy heavy influence. You feel me? Coming directly to the kids. Now, I would just have to say that if the kids get the information, you know what I'm saying, and seeing at the seeing at the level that I see them take information and 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 goddamn compose it and and understand it, you know what I'm saying, and you feel me mm-hmm. i can I can only hope that that what what we teaching has you know what I'm saying an effect to where they can sit there and 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 weigh the weigh the truth weigh the you know what I'm saying weigh you know what I'm saying to where they can have their own decision in the in the matter you feel me, I really can't uh worry about what the parents is doing. You feel me? I mean, I can, mm-hmm. but, like, that's really not my, uh, you feel I'm there for the babies. You feel me? I'm I'm here. These kids, I see these kids as goddamn, you feel me? Brilliant, brilliant motherfucking babies, man. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, way blind years where I was at that age. So, when I'm in there, you know, of course, I might know that his daddy is this and this, but I'm not here. I'm not finna come here trying to debate you and shit. That's that's not my point of here, coming here. You feel me? I'm going to come here and get the truth on the shit that I, from how I feel it, from my research and shit. And, and you know what I'm saying? You, you, you do what you want to do with the shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I do. But it just, it just hurts the heart, though, man, when you see that. 
this baby man loves his little brother, his little brother man, the answer to every question is Marcus Garvey. Every question is Marcus Garvey. It just, I mean, I, I, I don't even want to tell a little brother he wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, right on, little homie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he may be the the next Marcus Garvey. You never know. Yeah. You know but, what I'm saying? <laughs> brother Tim, you said something interesting because I, I'm going to have to agree to disagree on this one thing. And um, I actually got into it with an elder back in the day over this, um, Gary Bird, who I don't fuck with no more. Um, over this because if you're telling me, uh, as he said one time, he was talking about um, the concerns, the only concerns need to be the babies, right? And so at the time that he's saying this now, I'm 20 and shit, so I'm like, okay, I hear you, but what about all the young adults that don't know anything that are going to have babies or already got babies? See, to say that if you care about the babies, then where does the care stop? Does it stop when they go back home to their parents? Mm. Because the problem, how can the babies, how can we ever have that flowering, that that Marcus Garvey-inspired flowering of young Africans if, the parents are not in that same soil. Or if the parents are, you know, the complete opposite, you know, they they completely are programming white supremacy. How can there ever, because they're going to, in one way or another, you, you will have a few that will, make it through. But the majority of those seedlings are going to be stomped out unbeknownst by those African parents with that white defense mechanism mm-hmm. in their psyche. So you say so you're saying that that that, that what the the parent uh the parents way of thinking will override will override that in the long run without I don't you- know. But it is going to have an influence the same I, way I me being sent to the enemy had an influence on me. My parents was kind of like doing the work of the enemy too, right? Mm-hmm. They're the one who told me about Santa Claus. They're the one who told me about the Tooth Fairy. They're the one who told me about Easter Bunny. Nobody mm-hmm. ever had a problem when I came home with shit to celebrate Christopher Columbus or the Cracker. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, 4th of July, all this shit here? Mm-hmm. Now, you can't go outside of your... So can I ask you this, Queen? Can I ask you this? Uh, also real shit, like, how do you think it's... How do you think, like, if you was in... If you was in in, in, the, in our shoes, you feel me? What would you be your way of, of, handling, of handling it? You know what I'm saying? Remember that the kid is, he's like nine. Well, right? I would not, like, I would do like the same way you're doing it. How, how how would you, uh, how would you go about, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, you you know, of course we, we got them, we, we put the information here and that we, we're putting, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I'm not up there just beating on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not up you there can't. beating on it. 
Uh, we no, come you up can't. We teach the art of history. So if it comes in within that, within the history, you know what I'm saying, then I'm going to tell it the truth. You feel me? I'm going to tell it, you know what I'm saying, exactly how I seen it. You know what I'm saying? Or exactly how it's, it's you know, historically. You feel me? So, yeah, a lot of times that's going to come up against them. That's going to come up against what he's been taught. But, like, I'm asking you, like, how would you, you know, how would you handle it as far as, you know, you knowing he, where he goes home? You know what I'm saying? Well, the thing, first of all, I think you handling it the only way you can handle it. You know, that's not your job on that end. But when we are adults amongst adults, or let's say... If, if I'm fortunate to have a school that I can teach our children, right, there would have to be, and particularly this would be for Africans that are bringing their children there that are not African-centered in their thinking, but they're doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? There has, I would have forms, like, you know how parents have to come here this night because this is what we are about here. We're African first, second, and third, and this is what this means, and I need for you to understand this. Because mm, we're going to be teaching your child things that me and you weren't taught when we were in school. That's the whole purpose of this, to give our children the love, the truth, the self-identity that was denied us when we went through the enemy school. So that's where those discussions I feel would have to be hand, you know, handled you because know, we do, we're, we're supposed to be partners in raising our children, the child that you birthed, that if we're African-centered, I still understand that could have been my child. So that's how I'm looking at this child. So it's a partnership. So if me and you are on different spectrums in terms of our ideology and, and our what our perspective is, if I'm African-centered in my perspective and you're European in your perspective, and that would be holding on to the religion of perversion. That's a conflict. It's not a conflict that can stop you from bringing your child here to our school, per se, but there's information that you need to have so that you and your child can further the teaching that they're receiving from us. Mm. But that's, that's my job, though. You know what I'm saying? Me, as being an adult that's not in your school, dealing with adults that are mentally caught up in the enemy religion, that's my job. My job is to handle them. Put thoughts into them. Battle. Now, in terms of me and that African, though, that's a Hebrew, even though he sends his child to an African-centered school, I don't know how me and him could work for our Abibi Fahodier. Mm. You got your hands full. I got to tell because you. I see, because whenever I see, like, the school we at, right, I just think about, like, the frame of mind a person has to be in to even get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's other schools out here. You feel me? It's all black charter schools out here. You know what I'm saying? It's all black private schools. You feel me? It's, 
you know what I'm saying? You got other African-centered education, you know what I'm saying? But, but you know, I, w- I would say that we are, you know what I'm saying, are, are more, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we hold a harder line. You know what I'm saying? We just hold a harder line, man. That's all it is. You feel me? So I just, I just, you know, I just like, I think about, you know what I'm saying, like what it would take for a person to even get to the point. And, 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 and I know that, I mean, it's there. Like the, the fucking shit has, you know, the enrollment has doubled in size since we've been there. And they tripled. You feel me? You know, so, I mean, I know that the people is 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 being receptive to it. You feel me? But I also know that damn, it take a you know it take a certain level of awareness just to even you know what I'm saying? Just to even get to me, shit. <laughs> I say I feel you, but again, I don't know. You know, I don't know nobody's attention. The intentions of why somebody that is, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what anybody's intention is, King. Why are they there? Why are they sending their babies there? Is it a beautiful thing at the end of the day? It is. Is it fantastic that the enrollment has tripled? Absolutely. That's what we want. Y'all doing the work. Y'all laying down the groundwork for the visions of a true African reality. But, Queen, the other part of that reality is that a lot of the parents, I don't say a lot of them, but some of them aren't really, you feel me? They ain't really into the consciousness. You feel me? Like, they, some of them, that you know, they just think that this is just the best for their baby, and you know what I'm saying? They go about that shit. You feel me? But like you said, I that... mean, so so I I heard what you said earlier, and I think you know I think about we do have other programs and shit up there. You know what I'm saying? I I would think yeah, that probably would be a good idea to just try to more push them to come into the other shit. You know what I'm saying? To 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 really get in that full uh, understanding of you feel me? What we coming? Where we're coming from, I, I can, I can, under, I can dig you on that. Yeah, you know, y'all, y'all at the groundwork. I mean, really ground level. Y'all doing something that hasn't been done before on some real shit. On, on, in my opinion, on this level, like this, you know. So, <laughs> y- y- y'all learning as you go, and so you know. I, I take my hat off to you because I don't know how you. The only thing I could think of maybe once a month some mandatory shit. You know, if you got your child in our school, at least once a month we have you have to attend. I don't know how you want to word it because people hear the word class and they get nervous. You know, because mm-hmm. of the conditioning that we receive from the enemy, a lot of us don't think we're smart enough, we get nervous, we doubt ourselves and all this other shit. But some kind of parents and teacher social gathering or 
discussion and, and and maybe find a way in that way. But then again, do you really want to go that way too? Because I know you in the South and religion is real down there. Yeah, man, it, it's tough. But you, yeah, it's you know, and you so, know, you know, they could be with the Black Power, but then if you're coming at the religion, will they now have a problem with that and want to take the children away? Three of the most influential years of his life. The one thing that I say is this. Y'all probably talking to him more than their parents is on a day-to-day basis. Only time they're getting their parents' hard body is Saturday and Sunday. Enough of their parents really fuck with them like that. Mm-hmm. Hey. Just like every other school system. Y'all got them more than the parents do. What you going to do with them? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm hoping to have that problem real soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what I want, too, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. how how am I go- how is the curriculum going to be set up? Like, I'm, I don't want to pull no punches. I'm not going to. And how do I, I... I have to incorporate the religions of perversion in the discussion of our history or in the discussion of history. Showing how this shit ain't real. Showing how this shit is a part of our mental conditioning. How we on this side of the Atlantic. No, it's going to be parents like... Look, there's going to be some parents who don't give a fuck. There's a lot of black people who now, they pretend like they still religious. They pretend like they still with Jesus because you might think that they're supposed to be with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody wear a Jesus piece. That don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's all they They're not even really going to care. I just see, man, with this, man, I just see that, like the queen say, it's the begin, it's, it's the beginnings of something that is leading to something great. And I just see it everywhere. You know, I follow the other schools that's, that's African-centered, that's out, of, that's out of the state, you know what I'm saying, with, with the Asashe Academy, the Uhuru Academy out there in North Carolina and she, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, so I'd like to follow them and, and see what they're doing, incorporating. But what I see here is I see, man, we got so many African-centered schools in just this area. You did it. We're just in within the metroplex. We got like five, four, like four or five, you know what I'm saying, at least. You know what I'm saying? And, and I see that, you know, the... the the people are, are coming up to the bullshit every day, you know what I'm saying, and making the decisions every day to, to pull up babies out of that bullshit. You feel me? And so when I'm seeing it, like, man, it's just like, to me, it's great. You feel it's like a great thing that's happening in my in my face, man. I'm really just hoping that 
be able to contribute to it. You know what I'm saying? You know, hoping be able to just really be able to contribute to it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like uh, we was talking the other day about you know trying to trying to do something with the sports or something that within this. You know what I'm saying? Bring bringing pro sports programs or something. You know what I'm saying? You know uh, that was the other thing that had had kind of hurt me too, man, because, like, I had a couple people pulled their kids out, man, you know what I'm saying, when they came of age to really get in the sports programs and shit, they pulled their kids out, you feel me, and, and put them back in the public school, you feel me, you know, they, you know, seeing that their kids talented and this and that, you know what I'm saying, I want to know group, I want them to play this or do that, you know what I'm saying, and, and we don't really have nothing right now that can uh, even try to keep that talent, you know what I'm saying, in-house. You feel me? We have nothing mm-hmm. that can fight to keep that talent within ourselves, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I mean, I think that's going to be the next step. We gonna, not, not the sports, but, I mean, as far as, you know, the, the next step has to be to implement the, the – uh, Things that can keep that can keep our talent here. You feel me? Whether this is sports talent or whether this is academic talent, you know what I'm saying? I, I do, but you don't. You got a dilemma though. See, what I'm hearing is again going back to the parents because you want your child to be a high price slave, basically. You're in an integration mindset. Your vision ain't for this shit to end. Because playing sports to do what? To be bought by a white owner at the end of the day, right? I don't think that will be every. I don't think that will be all of the. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, just about saying, well, why? Why do we have our children play sports? What's the whole sport thing set up for? Mm-hmm. It is a part of this society, right? I mean, like. Now you know when when you say when you said sports, I was just thinking that you know I know the kids. You want to get them into something active to make them active. Yeah, just get and them that's... into some active things. Now, now I, 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 you know what I mean. And y'all, that's why y'all got to find some. You got to find you some black martial artists down there, some shit like that. It's a sport. Somehow fight. I wanna, I wanna be real with the family for a second, though, right? I wanna be real. I know this, this, this ain't gonna be a popular stance, but I wanna just be real with the family, though, right? We, we, we missing out on a lot of revenue for the schools, or we missing out on a lot of revenue that we could keep in in the within, you know, what I'm saying what we're trying to build, like that could be helping push this shit even faster by not having no kind of competitive uh, 
events. It don't have to be sports, but anything. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Where parents come, pay, you know what I'm saying? Pay a couple of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Got them see their kids. Got them compete. You know what I'm saying? Woo, 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 right? Whatever, whatever. This is it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is a this is a revenue stream. You did. We talk about like high school sports out here is the biggest thing. High school football is the biggest thing out here in Texas, right? Okay, we see in in, in the game in one single game. You know, you'll see motherfucking school make thousands of dollars, man, thousands of dollars just out for the motherfucking concessions and, and tickets to get in the motherfucker, right? Okay, now I'm not saying that we are to make our shit just like that. Or no, we know we're not making a system. We're not trying to copy that system or no shit. It's not like that. But what I'm saying is, right, let's say if we did have some kind of small something, you know what I'm saying, some kind of small little league or something, you dig amongst the schools. Or, or some kind of, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's, that's you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, when we have to get the kids together, this, this not, this not, this, I mean, you learn a lot of things through sports. I know, I know that a lot of people just see it as you get through, you get into the, to the professionals and shit, but, you know, it's more than that. This shit kind of give you a little discipline. You learn a lot of other character uh, things through team, through team, uh, sports, you feel me? And and I just, uh, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, we're kind of missing out on, we're, you know, we're kind of letting that just pass us by, you know, thinking, you know, it's, I don't think that we should be saying, like, uh, that's just the white man's shit. Like, it should be more, let's get back control of our shit. Like, niggas is athletic. That's just the goddamn it's just the truth, man. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is athletic, my nigga. I mean, we have to get back control of this shit to where it's not where soon as goddamn, you know what I'm saying? They, they, you know, you know where where the nigga mind state they, I'm gonna go to Alabama, get to the NFL, and this and this and this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we see that that mind state of athlete has 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 really been detrimental to us. You feel me? It's it's nothing of of uh you know doing this for his people or something. You know what I'm saying? Well, within the African centers uh schools we have the ability to, you know, already implant that pride and 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 uh you know, vision within the kids already before they even get to any to to whatever sport is, you feel me? Whatever the event is. So I just wonder, are we missing out? You know what I'm saying? What do you think on the brother boy, man? Am I tripping on it, brother boy? Am I, am I, you know what I'm saying? Am I yeah. basically with it? I understand what you're saying. This is why, like, being active is, what, is always good. But you're saying, like, with competition, being able to compete with each other. Also, to not exploit, but to help grow the athletic prowess that a lot of our children have. I I was looking to com- competing, but like I said, I was looking to compete in maybe boxing. Competing. Okay. Maybe um like I said, they can do they got the MMA, kickboxing, all that different type of shit. I get them in a competition, they can compete because them is other leagues that people ain't even tapping into, where it's still revenue there. 
know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now, if you got some, because they, and because you're doing them like that, and they do like football or something and some other, it's always those, you know, those um, different leagues and shit that's always around. But to, to have some of your own, I was, you know, I, I don't, I think competition is healthy. You know what I'm saying? I think it's healthy. It builds a drive. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I'm not against competition at all. I ain't against, I ain't against being athletic at all. Because motherfuckers, we don't have to fight. I'm looking to smoke that. We can't have no motherfucking babies who think that they just gonna win with hooks and goddamn iPads in their hand. That's true. But my my whole point and where I'm coming from with it is sports. I come from a sports family. I played sports, ran track, played volleyball. Know what discipline is. Know what it is to push yourself when you don't when you think you can't go no more. I also understand that our concept of sports is still under a master and slave paradigm. Mm-hmm. So if it's not where we are having our own league, we're keeping white money out. We're not having our own schools our own little arena where they can come and play and do their thing, where we are now teaching them to be owners of your physical abilities and proudness, to capitalize off of it and not be a slave, then what what is the difference? You know what I'm saying? Because that you're going to eventually be sending that child to that enemy, or that child is going to leave you for that enemy because, you're not, the way they're being conditioned, they're going to put that sports with dollars. How do you How do you break that? You're yeah, damn right. So right. the martial art thing, I think, is an excellent way to go with it, even to, like, obstacle courses and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that shit, y'all. Yeah, like. Because if you get the competition, you're still going to have that competition. You still can pull in revenue because you can get parents to come in. You can get people to come in and watch competition no matter what. I've seen all different type of fucking sports. There's shit that you be like, what kind of goofy shit is that that motherfuckers coming to see? But as long as the babies is in there, moving, people come to see the shit. Exactly. You know, it's all about, you know, it's all about just running it the best way that you can, seeing where your revenue streams at, and you know what's best for where you at in your location. You know what's best for where you at in your location. You know what I mean? I mean, right. that's what I'm saying, brother boy. You, you know, pull. man, we out here in Texas, bro. You know, yeah, that shit is. This that's is, football. That's football. Texas is fucking football fanatic fucking yeah. land. So look, niggas, it don't matter they, how much African-centered these, yeah. these people' parents is. These kids' parents is, or they are. Sunday come, they watch yeah. the Cowboys. You feel yep. me? Watch the no, I, I, I agree. I agree. But where you at? Where you at geographically? It would be hard to not do some football act because of how. Um, you know what I'm saying? But see, that's why I think that you might got. See, it's going to be hard to keep the children from thinking about wanting to be football players. Yeah, but but because now this and this where you at is so football saturated 
that to find something else different might be good because it would be something different. You know what I'm saying? Even though I know that regardless, though, you you in a football fucking state. That's what the fuck. All of Texas from the top to the bottom breed football players. It's, that's it's part of the culture there right now. You know what I mean? So I know kids there, they just want to be about football. I've seen it. They can do it, though, right? They got mm-hmm. a whole bunch of schools there. See, y'all got something that I don't see where I'm at. Y'all actually got different African-centered schools in a small, not a but a close radius. A close proximity, you're right. So not, y'all could pull that off. All over the place. Having little leagues and that type of thing, you could pull that off. You know, I uh, I think about, right, we, Texas Rangers got a pitcher, right? This nigga named Yu Darvish, a Chinese dude, right? And for, for the Texas Rangers to sign this nigga, right, they had to pay the Chinese people $50 million before they could even talk to the nigga, okay? So they, so they end up signing them for $50 million. They end up signing them for 50 but they already had to pay the nigga, pay the, pay the country. They had to pay China. Fifty million to just just to talk to the nigga. You feel me? Just like what y'all mean in Houston. Houston Rockets had to they had to pay China before they could even talk to y'all mean. They had to pay China to talk to y'all mean. Mm-hmm. Then from there y'all mean decide if he want to goddamn sign a contract. And I look at our brothers right. We have to be trying to figure out a way we can get this kind of control back over our back over. It ain't you know gonna what happen, I'm brother Tim. Situation. It ain't gonna happen, brother Tim. All right, it ain't gonna happen. I, I, look, Queen, but, I, I, could, I could say, the only, brother, the only the only thing that's gonna happen for us, we take this shit. It, it, that is not going to happen. All right, you you mentioned China. That's another motherfucking country. Cross the waters. Right? Yao Ming wasn't kidnapped and brought here. Ain't been here for 400-something plus years now. Five, on five and shit. It's not going to happen. And see, that's what I don't even want. See, I can't speak on shit because I'm not working in an African-centered school. That's number one. No, two, I don't have. Hold on, hold on. Let me just finish what I'm saying before you go. I don't have. I haven't established an African Center school. Understand that. But I am never so fortunate to either work in one or establish one. My my goal. Well, the things I've done with the children in my life is to keep it real. Look, this shit got to end. The only way for us. To have the aspirations that you were speaking on. It's for us to take it. Mm. You know, motherfucker took our dignity. They took our heritage. They took our culture. They took us. what, What the fuck is the answer to that? What's the solution? But to take you back. So in in this racist invader land, 
I don't see in no kind of way. That happened in her. Nah. Nah. First of all, we they, you know, they got they got laws to, it, it, for our people that you can't even get your your child can bring a Division One A school all kind of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Y'all could be in the projects and that child cannot take twenty dollars to put food on y'all table for y'all to eat that night. That will be against the NAA, NCAA rules. That child will be kicked out of school, lose the scholarship and everything. You saw what they did to Cam Newton, father? Yep. Jameis Winston, too, shit. Okay. Yep. The only thing that I could see that could happen for us, Brother Tim, is for us to decide that we are not going to uh, play with them. That our top athletes, are not going to be on their teams, and that our top athletes and our community, even if it's a rinky-dink field, on that rinky-dink field, that's where you would have to come and play, uh, pay to come and see our children play. Can I can I tell you what I've seen, though, in the last couple of years, though, Queen? I, I've seen our athletes, you know what I'm saying, you know, they are under they, – they are, they are, Understanding that this is slave slave master relationship, you understand. So they are, so they are getting in. You seeing more Marshawn Lynch's in the game. You know what I'm saying? That's that's getting in, giving my shit, and I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Last year you had the uh, the rookie Ben Simmons. You know what I'm saying? Who who was at LSU, number one basketball player in the league. And, and what did he say? He said, shit, I'm not here to to really go to school for y'all or shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm here just because y'all said I need to be here for this little, for this year, and I'm gone. You see, more and more people do not only that, but what I see in the football is you see more of our black uh, higher-ranked people deciding to go to uh, – HBCUs again, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, I see a push this year. Even with this year, we see a lot of the, uh, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the uh, more top ranked players deciding to go to the HBCUs, you know. And and uh, I, I see that there will probably be a, a, a bigger push for this, you know what I'm saying? Especially with the blatant racism. In niggas' face today, you feel me? Niggas is not gonna want to be at an Alabama that's way out in the middle of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know now, how niggas do now, I don't know if, how do if the owners, if the owners say, or these teams and the NAAC and the, the league say, the only way you can get in this league is if you go through these schools. Then what? Mm. Because I personally feel that just like with everything. Uh, these white races that own these teams really are looking for ways to get black men out. They 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 not happy that they got to pay y'all that money. You're talking about how they go to China and, and to get a baseball player. Well, shit. Before anybody was born, baseball was synonymous with black people. Goddamn right. But then we see. Can't even find no black folks. Right, but look where the cracker took his money. He, t- he didn't put the money in the hood to keep 
baseball camps going. Nah, he put that shit in the Puerto Rican spots, the Dominican, put it over in China. Same thing with basketball. They putting they, they funding mad money over in Europe. All right? Mad that's, money. That's where the money, that's where it's going to, too. The new basketball players are the Europeans. They've been right. sending that's money over there, setting up camps for, for the longest for them to get their skills up so they could come over here. Yup. They're really yes. pushing that. The yes. European players. But at the end of the day, no matter how many they try to bring, no matter how many uh, Dominicans they bring or Puerto Ricans, you get that one black man. He outshine them all. He outshine them all. And see, that's where I wish we would get as a people, where we would realize our talent and our worth and pull away. Literally pull away from them and still play the sport in our hood, in our park. And if you want to come, this is what you got to pay to come and see us. That's how that Negro League got started. Mm-hmm. They didn't want us around. And when they seen the talent that our men had compared to the professionals, they couldn't run as fast. They couldn't jump. They couldn't catch behind the back like our men could. They couldn't hit it out the park like And, you know, I'm... As a woman, yeah, I can't speak on this, but as a woman, nobody has style the way a black man does. Nobody can do it like he can do it. And yeah, they've they seen it. Yeah, they they seen that. They, they used to have pizzazz when they was on the motherfucking mile. Niggas, you know, we just got a certain type of, you know, not swag. We have a certain type of swagger. You know it, was what like, with, it was like that with the ABA, too, with basketball. Yeah, with the ABA. Exactly. Yeah, with the ABA. Even though it wasn't a total black league, the ABA was the league where the black basketball players got to go and showcase that, listen, man, I'm thorough, B. Fuck all that Bob Cousy shit over here. Fuck that Cousy shit y'all doing. This is where the thoroughbreds at. Nigga, we crossing over. We behind the back passing and every fucking thing up. And hey, then we fucking on your head. Did the y'all yeah, see you shit with football? What it is, yeah. man, me is like, you know, man, I grew up, my, my, you know what I'm saying? Like, the team sports that I played coming up, man, like, you know what I'm saying? I see the good that it did for me, you know what I'm saying? As far as, you feel me, I, nigga, uh, you know, I was, I was just wilding, you feel me? Like, I could see some of the discipline and, and some of the, you know what I'm saying, camaraderie and shit, you feel me, That that's there to this day, you know what I'm saying, with me. So, I don't know, man. I, I mean, maybe it's just that I'm, you know what I'm saying, maybe it's just that I'm uh just overrating that or, or something, you feel me? I don't know if you're doing that, King. You're speaking on what it did for you. I'm just, I'm just really trying to uh, think of ideas, you know what I'm saying? Because cause for one, you know, you know, I mean, niggas ain't getting no state funding, man, and no shit, you know what I'm saying? The niggas ain't messing for nothing. Niggas trying to goddamn say, you know, let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's make this shit, you feel me? I'll just be looking at like, damn, you know, we sitting here, need that consider schools, man. We, I know it's number, but politics, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You feel me? 
Well, I think y'all got the, again, y'all at the forefront to change the game up. You really are. I would love to one day be able to say, man, let's go to the game. And we going to the game. And I know that's a dream type shit, but, you know, be love, man. We go to the game, man. Then, you know, African schools, you know, African city schools play each other and shit. You feel me? Nigga got down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> saying, saying niggas that's the best, though. You know what I'm saying? Not no bullshit shit. Saying niggas that, that's, got some, that's, that's got skills. Yeah. But. I think Brother Bourne gave you a good suggestion, though. It's cost-effective, and that will allow y'all to get the money up to start a little league for football. And that is martial arts. Competition. Paying a couple of dollars to come and see your children compete. Mm-hmm. Get the and money up. That. Get mm-hmm. that little league popping for uniforms and shit. No. You know, do the little, you know what I'm saying? Because they can perform... Because with the martial arts, they ain't even got to, like, the comp, they got all different type of competition. You got the competition where you can have kids in there fighting each other. But then you got the competition with just form alone. Just Let's see if you can go through these forms where that's just book on their focus, their discipline, the control of themselves, all that shit. You know what I mean? Let's just throw the world that you got to be right. My front, a nap. February 9th, my baby going to get, see if she's going to move up her belt. As soon as you get to. A-A-E-P to the queen. And that's yeah, just who I was visualizing while you was talking. That's going to be a serious, serious young yeah. queen. Kicking ass from state to state. <laughs> and 100% queen all the way while doing it. See, that's, that's yeah. the goal. Mm-hmm. It can be done. Sure indeed. It can be done. Yes. All woman all the way and still ain't nothing to play with. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some of the other sisters who came up under that same system, and that's what they like. They more, yeah. You'll never know. They're just some nice ladies, just nice, nice sisters. But, man, if you ever try anything fucked up, they're going to break your shit. Oh, mm. word. I'm talking about y'all something, something fierce. They're going to hurt you something fierce, man. Them black belts, them women, the women that come out the Dynamic University, they be fucking mean. Like, be they better than the men. They sharp, mean. Hey, yeah. I'm going to have to come to where you at, huh? Yeah, I'm telling you, you're going to be mean. Look, they're not going to play. You're going to be playing. I say, man. It's skills we got to have. So that's what I said. I think that's a win-win right there. And it's cost-effective. Yeah. Get that money up to do the other sports. Yeah, because all you're doing is have to pay for a gig. You buy a gig, $25, $30. You know what I'm saying? If you want to buy them little shin guards or whatever, and like you gotta go keep buying cleats and you gotta pay for this equipment, pay for that kind of thing. Pay the twenty five dollars, get them a gee. Wow, somebody, it's somebody around who knows some type of martial arts who's gonna be willing to train the kids. Mm-hmm. Man, we had mm-hmm. uh, we had a spot they used to do it for for the uh, babies up there when they had 
that was a couple years a couple years ago they had the spot, you know, in the in the center where we at, the uh the karate place was like a couple of doors down. And and you know, they said he would come down and give the kids free karate lessons and shit, but he had to close his spot. Yeah, man. But you know, I'm going to be trying to think of, you know what I'm saying, some kind of, uh, like, I always try to think of some group activities and stuff for the kids, man. So one thing I'll be noticing is, like, you know, they, who indeed, they geniuses, you know what I'm saying? They they are very ahead of they, ahead of their age, you know what I'm saying, group, you know, uh, individually, you know what I'm saying? But, but like, you know, they depend on that, you know, a lot, you know, as far as they not really, don't really want to, uh, they ain't really learn how to, you know, work, work with the group settings, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's really one thing we have to uh, we find ourselves like trying to really trying to you know get the discipline right, you know, with them, you know what I'm saying, make a show, you know what I'm saying, how to help each other and shit, you know what I'm saying, you know, different things like that, man. I'm trying to find some more little activities for them, you know, that can, that can keep stressing that, you feel me? Queen man, she comes up with some of the she comes up with some of the greatest activities for these kids though, man. I know if y'all seen some of this stuff, y'all would be tripping out, man. Y'all probably, you know what I'm saying? Like see, like what we working on, what we got them doing now is a board game, you know, where they all making different board games. I mean not all of them, but they in groups, but they making board games, you know, dealing with the freedom fighters, you know, that you know what I'm saying, that we done went over. So, you know, they they got all kind of games, man. This is so cool, bro. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, one of them I got hear where... I the joy in your voice. Huh? I hear the joy in your voice, King. I really do. I say, man. I say, you feel me? It's just, you know, sometimes, man, you know, I done did a lot of wrongs, you know what I'm saying, in life, man. And it just, you know what I'm saying, that's one thing that I just know is right. You feel me? I just know it's the right thing, man. You know, so I I just be happy they let me be a part of it. You feel me? Chat. The one kid, the, the, the one group they got where, goddamn, they got the game is damn near like a is damn near like a monopoly or some shit. But but when you land on the spot, you might goddamn me. The spot the spot might be the, where you get caught by the KKK. You know what I'm saying? Or the spot might be where you 
where you done caught up with a freedom fighter to help you get to the next spot. You feel me? That's <laughs> the, the shit, the shit That's the kids come up with, man, in their head, man, it just lets me know, man, that they are just, you know what I'm saying? I asked the question today, man, it let me know that, that, that the parent, that you just become so much more forgiving as you get older. You feel me? You just become so much more, you know what I'm saying, now we're going to let that shit slide. You feel me? We're going over Malcolm X. You feel me? And, and and the subject come up about Malcolm X that how he was killed. You know what I'm saying? And 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 one of the girls vividly just gave her just a real just graphic, you know what I'm saying, detail of, you know, you know what I'm saying, him being laid out on the tracks and ripped up, you know what I'm saying? Ran over with the train what the train to do to you and shit. You feel me? What the train to do to your body. One of the young kids is telling other kids. Because I got them teaching each other. You feel me? So, I, I asked the question, you know, what would you do? How would you feel if somebody did that to your daddy? Man, when I tell you some of the answers came up out of there, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, all I can say was well, black power, man. You feel me? Yeah. Fuck all that forgiveness and shit. You feel me? <laughs> Look, kid, I, said, I would have the train run over a blow. <laughs> I was like, I already got them beef on you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Shay. Goddamn me. Yeah, little homies, man, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, fuck all that. You kill mine, we gonna do you bad, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, but, you know, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to give them the answer. I'm just trying to see where they at, you feel me? And, and man, you know. It wasn't no turn the other cheek coming from me. From, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to pray for him. It wasn't none of that. Check. See. <laughs> that means y'all doing something right. Words. Man, we need whenever y'all come out here, we need y'all to come up there and black, you know what I'm saying? See Get them so they can just get it from the, you know what I'm saying? Get it from the G's, man. You feel me? Shoot. Mm-hmm. For real. You know, and they would love it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Are you man. moving? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Got to keep on moving, man. You feel me? Shoot. As a family, we all moving, man. Big, you feel me? Feet on the ground, man. Yeah. Yo. 
That's why I'm glad that lady didn't say you saying that, feet on the ground. I heard her when, when we was looking at something earlier, the fucking Muslim. She said, yeah, and I got my feet on. I was like, that bitch better not say the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and she yeah. said, feet on the street. I said, okay, thanks. Oh, that bitch would have said feet on the ground. I don't know what the fuck I did. Infiltration. 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 No. But you said it. I got my feet on the... I said, oh, God. This bitch. Uh. And she said the street. I said, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because, man, I, I don't know what I would have did if she said the ground. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I was listening to one of Sadie videos the other day. He said, he said, keep your feet on the ground, keep your boots on the ground. <laughs> I said, look, man, you better fix that shit. Yo, I swear he be ear hustling, but he can't. Oh, yeah, I know he not. But this nigga be right in tune with what the shit that the family done talked about. Brother Bourne, I'm listening to this motherfucker the other day, and he talking about hip-hop, how public enemy was the shit, that this is the kind of music. And I'm like, hold up. Brother Bourne just hit us in the head with this. That's why I had to put the shit in the hangout on Facebook, because, like, nah, nigga. The day that I put the shit up is the day that I heard him say it. I'm like, hold up. Brother Vaughn said this shit several days ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I mean, I've been hearing a lot of things on there when we say that we finally like, man, I know he be. You know your eyes, that's Yeah, man, but hey, you feel me? That's, uh, you know what I'm saying? They say imitation of best form of flattery, man. So rock on, you know what I'm saying? Some other shit, man. That is some other shit. 
that make kids go wild. Tell you, y'all foster care hurts children. They hurt the youth. They're hurting bad. Foster care not know where you want to be. I know everybody I know that went through that, went through all that foster care, why all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, I hear it ain't why it's a Kimbo Road, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's the same shit, you know what I'm saying? But all the niggas I know that went through all that, through all the, uh, you know what I'm saying, things like that, man, they shit off the chain, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But it ain't go, it ain't go, it ain't go be too, too uh, hard though to get it right though, cause it's a, it's a, you know what I'm saying? It's a group of y'all, man. You feel me? The, 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 the uh, influence. I feel like that, that it is, it'll be strong. You feel me? Right about that. They definitely got, you know, they got they, they got a stronghold, a nucleus. And same thing with you. No? Yeah. I do, one thing I do like about where we at, man, is you, you know, you get so, you get so many other parents coming up there, man, putting their time in. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, to me, that really just, you know, it, 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 it builds like a community kind of, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where where it's not if another parent tell your kid this, something you, you feeling like they telling them out of, you know what I'm saying? Now you know this nigga, they, they love your kid like everything, everybody else, you know what I'm saying? So so it's it's a, it's a more of a... Uh, you can see that it's 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 a community effort. You feel me? A beautiful thing to witness. Shit, I look forward to seeing such a thing. That's why you know, at the end of the day, can't nobody tell me shit about the family in Texas. Like I don't have to agree. Not to say that I I'm not in agreement with everything, but I'm just throwing that out there. But the mm-hmm. fact that y'all have what y'all have down there, it is an example to be upheld and respected. It is a beautiful goddamn thing. Oh, family, my phone is dying. Uh, well, it's that time. It's on to shut down. It's three. We done did the whole five hours. <laughs> <laughs> you did the whole five hours. I just so, I didn't know if we was gonna make it. I didn't know if I was gonna make it at two o'clock. I was like, "This is damn." <laughs> then next I know it's two thirty-six. I said, "Well, shit. Well, we'll make it." Well, you know we did this in a while, so we've been missing each other. Already, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We had to come back with a bang, man. You feel <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna shut down on us. It's gonna shut.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.